Welcome to Wizard Tea, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Usually each week we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter series, but today we're doing something a little different. I'm Diana. And I'm Robin. Today we're doing another bonus episode from our time in London. Episode 49 and 5 sevenths, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. This is a spoiler-heavy podcast. Do not listen if you do not want to be spoiled about the Cursed Child. Um, really quick, we have announcements and reminders. You can use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along. Um, you can also tag and follow at We Black and Nerds. Um, we'll try to keep the spoilers off our timeline, um, but if you want to like talk about it with us, you can do that. Submit to Hogwarts BSU and imagine life as a Black Hogwarts student. If you'd like to submit, check out our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com, for guidelines. Love our blog, love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around? Please consider donating to Black Girls Nerd Out. We have a lot of awesome things we want to do, but we need your help. Um, if you go to blackgirlsnerdout.com slash donate, you can find all the ways we take donations. Subscribe to our newsletter. You can go to our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com, and subscribe there. You can also sign up through tinyletter.com slash bgno. Um, check out our hashtag, BGNO in UK um, slash our just our Twitter timeline um, and Instagram for all of our pictures and like stuff about our trip in London. Um, yeah, it comes in like kind of sporadic bouts, I guess, because Wi-Fi is not constant. Um, but you can like see kind of what we've been doing for the past like five or six days um, through that hashtag. All right, we have no news because this is obviously a bonus episode, uh, but we will continue to talk about news as it comes during our regular episode, ep- our regular chapter episodes, episodic episodes, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, so let's just get into The Cursed Child. So we saw the play yesterday. It was um, two we, parts. Yeah, it was so. two parts. So we like, we were there for like a good... It was, like, almost a six-hour play. There were, like, breaks in between. Um, like, beforehand, I don't know, like, how you were feeling about it, like, just when we were going. Um, it was kind of, like, a cautious optimism for me where it was, like, this might be really good. And um, I, I hadn't seen any spoilers for any, like, plot stuff, but I had seen, like, some reactions. And some were like, this is so amazing. And others were like, mm, that one part was weird without like saying what part that was. Um, and so, yeah, it was kind of, I was, I was kind of waiting. I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Um, yeah, but also excited because I like plays and like set design is awesome just in general. So, Yeah. I mean, I think I had a similar cautious optimism. I think I was more, I had more expectations than I realized. Um, Not, again, like, not about the plot or, you know, what was going to happen, but just the quality um, of the story and why this was so great that Joe decided to, like, you know, allow it to happen and put her name behind it and do all this stuff. So I thought, you know, Story-wise, I had a lot of... I didn't know if it was going to be a new adventure, if it was going to be more... A lot of plays that I really love are very, like, cerebral and relationship-based and not much happens in terms of, you know, conflict or anything like that. But, you know, it's about 
how people interact with each other. Um, so I think I had a lot of those kind of expectations that I wasn't even aware of, that I wasn't aware that I had because I kept saying, like, I don't have any expectations. Um, this could go either way. I don't know what's happening. I've stayed away from spoilers. Um, but I definitely, like, quickly realized, like, oh, I did have um, an expectation of quality that um, I guess was, like, a hidden bias or something like that. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I was excited. I didn't know what the plot was going to be, um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I guess we should probably just start off by saying that there, like, were good parts. Um, there are... I think, like, for us, we were, like, talking about how we were really sad that most people aren't going to get to, like, see it. And not in a, like, you have to see it and then everything makes sense. It's more like you have to see it and then everything gets better. Yeah. Um, because you see, like, what they're, like, like I said, like the set designs are awesome. The transitions were amazing. They somehow made the magic look real on stage. Um, there are a bunch of times where I was like, wait, how did they do that? What, what is, what's going on here? Um, in, like, a good way, um, the acting was really good. And so that, like, added to the story and, like, what we were watching. And sometimes those things, like, all the, like, extra was able to distract from, like, how confusing and, like, ridiculous the actual plot was. Um, so, like, that was, like, one of the, uh, that was also really glad we didn't read, read the play first because I feel like we would have not wanted to go see it after that. Um, but seeing it helped just be like, okay, there's something good about it. What sucks is that what's good about it is not the thing that people are, like, buying in the bookstores, <laughs> and that's not what they're going to, like, get. Um, yeah, I think we said, basically, everything was, <laughs> everything was great except the story. Yeah. And that's not to say that the story was, like, trash, which it turns out, like, the more you think about it, the more holes, the more problems. Like, mm-hmm. But that happens with, like, every story, right? Like, even Harry Potter, as we do a close read, like... We, you can poke holes in, like, character motivations, and, you know, we always say, like, oh, yeah, plot, because, like, they have to do this one thing to get them to a, a point, you know, in the story. Right. Um, which, like, as a, when you read it as a whole, makes sense, and you're, like, more easy to, or it's easier to, like, accept and understand, but once you start to, like, really, like, think deeply about it and think about, like, the details, you're, like, it starts to fall apart a little bit. Um, I do think, though, like, with the play, it, it wasn't, like, like, it was easy to see that there were, like, it oh, wasn't, yeah, like, you had yeah. to, like, you, like, like, yes, what you're saying, but also, that was the problem, is that it wasn't, like, these tiny little oh, detail holes, right, it was, that, like, that it was, like, oh, much later, or, like, on, on seeing it again, we were, like, wait, this is, how did this happen, for, like, it was more, like, as soon as it happened, we were, like, it was immediate, no. like, and then that, and then also, like, because, and, like, with the plot, it really felt like they had an idea of the story they wanted to tell, but then they had to, and then they just like forced the characters into these like roles. Um, and where some of like a few of them fit, um, like I generally liked Harry's, um, like characterization and what he was going through. Um, and then I think with like the new characters, it was a little easier with like Scorpius and Albus, it was easier to like put them in, them. In, to yeah. put them in whatever, because we don't really know them. Um, <clears throat> but like, the rest of them, a lot of the time, it felt like they were, they didn't feel genuine. Like, it, and it was the writing. Like, the acting, of course, is great because you have just, like, these amazing actors. 
um, but it felt like their characters were being <coughs> put into this like role or into this like spot in the story um, because they needed someone to do it. Um, they needed it to happen, but not because that's what the character would or should actually do. And that's not really like, you know, we've spent like a long time with a lot of these characters. Um, and so, so it's very it just like, it felt, was very quick to be like, that person would never ever do that, do that or, or say that or yeah. like yeah so it was it was like if all of a sudden you know Biana just like becomes a different person in front of your eyes for some ungodly reason you're just like but no we have a relationship you can't just no you no like, right it doesn't make you know like are you on drugs what's going like mm-hmm. there's a yeah like you would not naturally do that and I know you well enough to know that you would not do that. I think that's true. I also think that they had a, a loose sense of the story that they wanted to tell. Like, I think that what they ended up with, because they didn't have, like, a true sense of the story, it allowed them to, like, add a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if you want to tell, like, this story about Harry and his family um, and how he interacts with, like, m- how he is interacting with adulthood and middle age and like fame and what that fame does to like his children and his family. Um, same with Ron and Hermione's family and how they all interact together within the wizarding world. There was a better, like that's a story that you can tell mm-hmm. um, without adding all of the stuff that they added. Right. Um, there can still be a, like a dark wizard somewhere popping yeah. up. There can still be like, magic because they're and they can interact and they can like mention these other characters through flashback Mm -hmm. or through memory or what you know there's a lot of different ways to do it but um or some characters could just not be in it yeah like i think there was a lot of like for example like they mentioned professor longbottom but we never saw him and like the more you mention professor longbottom like the first time it's like oh yeah you know which is basically like line for line from the epilogue Mm -hmm. Um, when they say give Professor Longbottom or give Neville our love and you like you can't give a professor love or whatever. Um, that was great. That made me really smile. Um, it was in the beginning of the play. And so he doesn't need to be a character. You like alluded to him, but then the more that they talked about him, the It was like, it was like well, where is it. he? Yeah. And it was really that show don't or yeah, show don't tell thing mm-hmm. that they told us a lot of stuff, but they didn't show it. Yeah, um, they really needed an editor. Yeah, and that was one of the other things was like it didn't need to be six hours. Like it didn't feel like six hours. Like it yeah. felt like just the pacing, and we got breaks and stuff too. But it was like the pacing wasn't off. It didn't feel slow in some parts. Like everything was in terms. It was like engaging, and like I was, mm-hmm. you know, we were in it, but it also we were there from, like, one to nine. Like, yeah. and we didn't have to be there that long um, to get a story. So that was, like, the other part. It was, Especially, like, not... like, the story that they gave us. Like, at nine o'clock, we, it, was, it was apparent, like, they needed an editor. Like, mm-hmm. it was great, but that story didn't need, need that. that much time. It didn't. Um, and, like, it just... And I think they were trying to do, like, this epic... Harry Potter story Mm -hmm. and like the thing is is that the books the standalone books they are like epic but they're not um these they don't go on these 
big epic journey. That's the entire series. Right. Like as like that took seven books to make it this epic fantasy. Whereas like I mean the same with like I'm thinking of like Game of Thrones or something, where there is a sort of like they go out to Winterfell and there's this long or they go they leave Winterfell and go to towards King's Landing and there's this long journey. And that happens in the first book. But they skip over a lot of that whole journey. Yeah, um, like you don't you, it it doesn't or to make something feel like very big and epic does take time, but you can't a you can't do that really in a play. Um I mean that's going back to like Beowulf and shit like that where those plays were like and poems were like huge and long and people didn't have electricity and television and like they were willing to do that, but also like um it doesn't work as well just in that format. So like if you wanted to make this big like epic journey from one spot to the next spot, then you shouldn't have chose the play format to do that in. Mm-hmm. And also like it felt very forced. And And like they it felt like they were trying to like stuff so much like so much stuff in yeah. there. So like and so then a bunch of some characters got a like just too much time and then others didn't get really any at all. And then um, some characters got the right amount of time, but you're like, but why are you here? Right. And then there's also like even just the way that they tried that they decided to tell the story. So like the time travel. Y'all know how I feel about time travel. It was amaz it's amazing, period. And like the the effects for how they did the time travel was, was really amazing. Dope. It, it was never like, got old. It never got old. It was like, yes, we're doing this again because it looks cool. But like the actual time travel was like not only felt out of place because it was like not it wasn't really what the, like it, what the story was about, but it wasn't if that makes sense. Like yeah. they they relied so much on that, and then I guess what it was was that the the core of the story was about Harry and his father, and like. And then, like, in the peripheral... Albus and his father. Or, sorry, my bad, you're right. Albus and his father. And then there's, like, Scorpius and his father. And you know what I mean? Like, you can then... It's, like, about family relations relationships. But most of the time, they aren't actually together. Um, so it's just, like, every time Albus and Harry see each other, they are arguing. And then they break up again. And then Albus is like, I'm gonna go travel in time. Why, though? Like, that has... It didn't, like, make sense. Um, and then the time travel felt really tropey. Because it was very much like, this is what happens when you change the one thing in time and now everything's messed up. And you're in a, and which is like, yes, um, that's how it works. And that's cool. But it didn't bring anything new. It didn't like add anything. I felt and like. I felt it like it was felt... also like the way that the main characters reacted to the time travel. Like the Albus and Scorpius were the two people that were like um, carried through like their mm-hmm. whole memories and stuff. Like they didn't change. Um when they traveled in time, the way that they reacted to it also didn't make sense. So they would be like, oh, but you're, you know, like, you're supposed to be this person. And it's like, well, you just went back 20 years. Right. And then, came, like, and changed something and then come back to the present day. Like, the other, it, like, it also, like, didn't work within the frame of, like, the magic. Mm-hmm. Like, the reason why Time Turners, um, in the Wizarding World, were like up to an hour or whatever. It was, well, it was more than an hour. It was, but yeah, like, but it was a short term. It was like a short term thing. thing. You could probably go back like a day, maybe, maybe. Um, 
was because they already figured it out. Like, messing with time is, like, really messy. And, you know, and then, like, and that was, like, what they could do. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, at a kind of a throwaway line, like, oh, look at this huge time turner that I found um, from this character um, whose name you remember. Ah, Theodore Knott. Right. Um, they're like, Theodore Knott. Um, but, like, this is so dangerous because it can do, like, all this shit. And it's like, okay, but why would someone build that when they know in terms of, like, society, like, they are, are they already said, like, all the time turners got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but they already discovered within society how dangerous it was to meddle in time. Like, that was a huge, like, point of um, Prisoner of Azkaban, like, yep. So then this one this one dude goes rogue and then these two kids are just like, oh yeah, let's just do it. Like it like it just didn't feel genuine, like they weren't dumb. Like that was the thing. It wasn't like it was Crab and Goyle, like, oh yeah, let's go back twenty years. Right. Um I mean that and then that all that I mean that brings me to like Amos Diggory where it's like, dude, you've been around for so long. You know how difficult you know what yeah. time travel like does. And like now you're all of a sudden and I get it, like, you know, you're grieving, but it's like at this point, really? Like yeah. you gotta you gotta chill. And like yeah, he was annoying. But then also even just like sorry, I just lost the thing with my notes. Um yeah, he really I the whole time I was like, he needs to get over himself. That's literally what I was thinking. Like, it was, yeah, and it was also, like, um, he was, we find out later that, like, he was confounded, or yeah, he, was under a, he was under a confounded charm, but, like, the things that he, like, the way that he was demanding stuff, even under a confounded charm. Yeah, that's, you usually can tell when someone's, like, yeah. slightly confounded, and, like, they're not going for the... Like below the belt, like, yeah. The jugular he was like really not. like hitting Harry in a way that like I think even in the books I don't think that there's like that much, but he kind of was like, you know, was my boy brave? Like he never blamed Harry, and so it kind of makes sense that he would like I can kind of believe that like as he got older, like as he went got as he got older. And time went on, he got more and more, like, resentful that Harry was alive, especially now that Harry, like, is married with children and is, like, this famous Harry Potter and all of, like, the potential that he then, you know, met. Right. And then, like, thinking about how Cedric didn't have any potential. Um, but, yeah, like, he, at one point he's like, do you know what Voldemort said? He said, kill the spare. My Cedric wasn't a spare. And Harry's like, yeah, I was there. there. Like, I'm pretty I, sure I told you that. Yeah, like, how do you know that? Like, because right. I was the one that had to witness that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just didn't. That, and then, and like, you know, we love Cedric. He he died in a tragic way, and like, it was sad, and reading it, it was like, oh no, and it shaped a lot of Harry's life, and like, you know what I mean? Like, that's his whole fifth year is him trying to get over that but also of all the people that you would go back in time to bring back Cedric yeah we were also like as really? like as like why was we he were, such a big part of it, it was we like, were up until like two in the morning just being like Cedric though like he's the the person that 
as Albus Severus is trying to go back and like, and it was never really clear like what he wanted from his dad. Like he right. wanted and why he was trying to like, what did he think was gonna happen? happen? Yeah, like okay, you're gonna go back and you're gonna save Cedric, and then what does that mean for you? Right. Like there was so much of like you're like you change this one thing and you're basically like signing up for a very large possibility that you are going to erase yourself from existence. Mm -hmm. Like everything changes and you are like one of the last things that comes out of that whole wizarding war having to go the way that it goes. Right. So you change this one thing and what, what is your, what what do you get? Like, what is your goal? But of, of all of the people that we, that were lost during the wizarding war, like you lost an uncle, like, it, there was no mention of Teddy no, Lupin. Teddy was not even. Oh, he wasn't. If you're, he wasn't even alluded to. No, like. not mentioned. Not nothing. There was a moment where like James walks in with pink hair, and I'm like, and we're both like, oh wait, is Teddy gonna show up at some point? Like, is he gonna like? Yeah. Be like, hey, Teddy taught me how to do this, but no, he just showed up with pink hair. Ron gave him a comb that would turn your hair pink, right. and, and that's like, it. Well, what about where's the, where's Teddy? Yeah, that was really important. And then, like, just compare, like, just how close he was supposed to be to the family. If Teddy was around, maybe they could go back and like try to, to save Remus and talk. And, talk. and like, yeah. then they'd have to. Then Teddy would have to kind of like accept that that's you can't do that. Yeah, because you would change everything. But and that was the other thing is like they never, sense. they never, they don't mention any of the. They go back to name. like they they mentioned Sirius. No, the train lady in that weird spot but was she like. Was ta- but she said, yeah, but she meant like the Marauders. She like may have said their names individually, but that's not really. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, that was... That yeah, was I agree it. with you, yeah. but that was it. Like, it was not enough. Yeah. Or it felt off. And there, so the two things that I'm thinking of is that um, we go back, and, like, I think Brianna said it, and it was, like, so true. There's, like, a point where we have to relive James and Lily's death again, and, like, at this point, it's just, like, torture it's, porn. Yeah. Like... It's, like, we just want to make you cry right now. So yeah. we're going to have to... We're going to have you just listen to them... To them die. Cry. Again, because you we have done this like so many times. So many times. And we're, so we're eight, starting like, that in the books. Like yeah. we've already started that. It's from book three. But it's also like one, it does a danger of like making you desensitized to it. Because mm-hmm. at, at like a certain point during the reenact, I was like, okay, come on. Cause it was just yeah. like I'm not like I am sad and I did like like the acting, like the performances were like, so good that I it did pull emotions out of me even while I was like I'm not down with this Mm -hmm. I would still like you know tear up or laugh or whatever but like they so they go back to James and Lily and they know like we can't change that right like that changes everything so you know that right but you still make us sit there and And listen listen to to it. it but like, you know right away, like, we can't, like, they have to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cedric, you're cool with saving. Like, and Cedric, like, you're four, not, I don't know. It just, it was like the, there was so much mention of him too. And it was like, maybe because we didn't really get to know him. So you could, like, mold him into, like, there's a part where, like, 
the it's like an alternate universe and he becomes a Death Eater. Which didn't and it was even like, make sense. And it was like, I guess we don't know Cedric that well, so maybe, but everything that we know of Cedric, like, and that it was doesn't because make he sense. got humiliated, which was really what it was. Yeah, which and was like another thing that we talked about in Prisoner of Azkaban, or about Snape and the Marauders, and I told Brianna, like, white folks scare me, because, like, you get humiliated so you become a Death Eater? Like, that was, like, Snape's whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the Marauders humiliated him, so he became a Death Eater. Like, he didn't become just mean or bitter like, no, he became or a Nazi. Or even, like, rise above yeah. that, like, anything. But, like, yeah. I got humiliated till I become a Nazi. Like, no. No. That's not how that works. And then, like, and then that was the other thing, even about Cedric, is that we only actually see him in the play once. So everything else, you're just hearing what happened to him. We didn't see him as a Death Eater. Yeah. They just say, oh, he became a Death Eater. And, and it was like, like, we didn't see, like, there was no Neville, too. So it was like, he became right. a Death Eater and, and he, he killed, killed Neville. Neville in the and you're like, Hogwarts. And you're just like, so it was a lot of telling. With, like, of all the stuff we got to see, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all the time that they had, they did a lot of telling. And so there are parts where you're just confused. Like, wait. And if they would have shown that, then maybe it would have been easier to swallow. But, like, right. having, like, a throwaway line or, like, an explanatory line like, of, like, well... Cedric killed Neville and became a Death Eater, and then, like, Voldemort ruled. Right. No. I don't buy it. It just... And then they're like, well, he was humiliated from his time at the Triwizard Tournament. So he became a dark wizard. Like, what? It just doesn't make any sense. Um. What? Yeah. I just... There were just certain things. And then, like... I mean, even looked... I kind of want to backtrack a little bit and just, like, talk about the writing of, like, the characters. Um, like, the ones that we know. Yeah. Um, well, first, before that, I will say Scorpius was the best, was, like, one of the best. Scorpius was amazing. He was great. Like, I don't know if it, we haven't, like, read the books, obviously, yet, but, like, I don't know if it comes across, like, in the actual script. script, But his performance was great, and, like... And he was very, like, physical, and, like, the way that his delivery of the lines, like, when he said Potter, like, mm -hmm. you just would read Potter, but you don't get... Like, he literally made Albus, like, crack on stage. Like, right. Like, when everyone. Harry, when Harry, like, when they, when he finally, like, writes everything. Yeah. Like, after Scorpius writes everything, and then he's like, it's Albus, and he, like, gets super gives a hug, and, and he, a hug. Yeah. And then Harry comes in, and he's like, it's Harry Potter! <laughs> and he's just like, oh, God. Yeah, and then after he played Albus, like, literally started dying laughing. Yeah. Because it was funny. It was, like, it was, really, like. The way that he, like, did it, yeah. and, like. Yeah, like, the excitement that, like, it was, like, this excitement that Harry Potter existed, but, like, right. the way in which, like, it's a very serious scene to Harry Potter and, like, the people rushing yeah, in. Yeah, and all And he's just, that. like, like, starstruck in a brief, like, it's, and he goes, like, and Harry Potter! Like, <laughs> he, like, like, really, like, you can't see me, this is a podcast, too, but, like, he, like, raises his arms, like, in this weird way, yeah. and, like, everyone in the audience and... On stage, right. I'm like, just okay, right? <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. And it was like really cute. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna read Scorpius exclaims Harry Potter, right? Um, which might be funny in the however it's written, but it was like way more funny. Like, it was um, fun, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, there were a lot of moments where he was funny, and I mean, and and, and, and physical, and like, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of like the stuff that like was funny. Um, 
or it was even because even he had touching moments too, but it was like it was a lot of like <laughs> his physical, like how he like moved, moved. right? And um, it's like, and he was able to be funny, but also be three dimensional, like um, some of them, which is yeah. like kind of transitions into what uh, we were going to talk about was like specific, specifically Ron, the um, which was just like disrespect. It was just of Ronald Billius Weasley. Like initially, I was like, okay, he's like cracking jokes or whatever. He now works at the. At, at Weasley's Wizard Weasley's, that's fine. And I was like, okay, after a while, after part one, I was like, okay, so they're doing like a, he's like an Arthur slash twin stand-in, which is fine if he... Wasn't wrong. Well, not even that. It's fine, yes, but also like, it's fine if that becomes a part of his personality yeah. as he gets I can older. see him becoming like the goofy uncle, like telling dad jokes Absolutely. and giving like funny presents. Like he gives Albus Scorpius a love potion and right. James like a comb that turns your hair pink like yeah Ron that stuff totally do is it. totally makes so that was the thing it was like yeah and then but then the, that was kind of the only thing he did like all yeah. he did was tell jokes all he was was the comedic relief like he was never a central part of the trio anytime something serious was happening Harry was Harry. like I gotta go tell Hermione or Hermione was like okay let's find Harry or they were just already together, together. And they were running around and then Ron would show up like what did I miss I'm gonna crack a joke I was in the kitchens and like yeah. it just didn't make sense and like there was no which was even war- more frustrating is there were no there was no moment where harry and ron had like an interaction a moment on their own they had no moments but like, like also not just friend. like an interaction but like uh like they didn't even really in, talk directly to each yeah, other yeah they like at the most they like when there was there's one part where they're sitting around a table and it's harry jenny ron and hermione and ron is like cracking jokes and joking with Ginny in, like, a brotherly-sisterly way, which, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But, like, it's the furthest away from Harry as possible, mm-hmm. and they don't interact directly. No. And you're like, there was never a time when those two were not stuck at the hip. And so what like, happened? Just because they don't work in the same yeah. spot anymore, it doesn't mean that would And, like, Hermione and Harry work together in the ministry okay but it's fine but also ron would care if his nephew went missing yeah not just be on some oh i'm on the periphery because my kids didn't go and so but yeah. i'm still with them like it was and it was like he you know he made me laugh but yeah. it the also but he also like it seemed like he was like hermione's husband more than he was harry's best friend right and her even husband. just or even just ron weasley yeah like yes he, the, the part could have been played by Hermione's husband. Right. Like, and they could have not been married. Like, right. it was, it, it wasn't Ron. Or, it was a part of Ron, but it was a tiny part of Ron that was disrespectful. It, because yeah. he's so much more than, like, the one-liner zinger guy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, to continue with, like, character yeah. that we know and, like, they made, and this is, like, something where, like, Ginny always kind of suffered. In the book, she was better mm-hmm. um, than in the movies. But even in the book, she was a peripheral, you know, character. Like, she was on par with, like, the twins and Neville and, you know. Um, so we knew her, but it wasn't her story. Mm-hmm. But even the things that we knew about her, like, she, they, she was played as just, like, a housewife. And she was, like the Quidditch editor of the Daily Prophet, uh, or the sports editor of the Daily Prophet. And, like, so she worked 
but she dressed pretty frumpily. Like, Hermione looked amazing. Like... Right, and Ginny's, like, 35. And Ginny's, like, like, young and, like... You would think still, like, going out and playing Quidditch. Maybe she's not playing professionally anymore, but she's still, like, out and active. And she looks frumpy and, like... Mm -hmm. She didn't even have, like, Molly's, um, like, sense of adventure, like, life, you know, like, life force. Mm -hmm. Like, she, if, if you're going to make, like, Ginny become a housewife, like, at least be, like, I think they tried to make her Molly fierce, but they didn't do a good job at it. It was, she was very, she was very much like a Bonnie Wright Ginny, where she was just, like, there... Mm-hmm. And like, she was in like, most of the scenes, but like didn't do, do anything. anything. Um, yeah. And she had a couple of moments where she like checked Harry, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the way that I would think Ginny would check Harry. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of she was very forgetful for being in the place so much. Yeah. Um, Hermione was awesome. Like, and again, like, there, I had problems with, like, the writing of her, especially, um, the 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 first alternate universe, where she's, like, the Defense Against the Dark Arts professor, and, but then she's, like, she goes from being, like, the Minister of Magic to, like, some, like, she's basically, like, a bitter shrew, just, like. Well, she's also, like, a mini snake. Yeah, and she. Like, she turns into, like, and it was basically, like, her and Ron never get married, and this is the thing about, like, the Snape characterization is, like, people think, oh, Snape and Lily were in love and, like, lost their chance and mm-hmm. she went with James and that's what made him bitter and gross. And it's like, no. Um, but that's, that's kind of scene. Hermione. Hermione. Like, she was in love with Ron, but it never worked out and she became bitter and mean and like, and it's like Hermione wouldn't do like, and she, bu- she like, there's out. a moment where she bullied her student. Like, right, there is like this part where Albus is trying to figure out like what's changed and why and she's. It, granted, it didn't take him too long. Too long. It was on the like, give me my wand back, Tom. Like levels of just like, like catch up. Yeah, <laughs> come on, bro. You changed um, time. Things have changed. Right. Um, but and in ter- and in terms of that, like as a teacher, some kid is like calling you Hermione, which also, like, put a handle weird. on her name. That was the other thing. that's like, your they aunt. never felt, like, family. <laughs> in a, like, in a, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, the actual hubs did, but, like, Ron and Harry never interacted as if they were, like, brother-in-law. Or even Ron, and even Harry and Hermione. It was more yeah. like, we work together, we're friends, but, like, not, we actually have a family that is related. We're a family and, unit, like, yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, he wasn't, like, he wasn't, like, Uncle Ron or Aunt Hermione, and then they were, like, hold up. Well, I guess Ron was still his uncle. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he didn't say Aunt Hermione. He was just like, Hermione, you're married to Ron. And you're like... Mm. And, like, what's really weird about that is, like, okay, for example, like, Bayana's mom and dad, like, Bayana's mom is my aunt through my dad, but her dad is my uncle. Like, I would never, like, since forever. And they've so, been apart for, like... Yeah, and like I remember when they were yeah when they were getting divorced, I was like, but he's still my uncle, right? Right. Like I had like I didn't like beyond like what my cousins were going through or whatever. Like I had my own like, but huh? What does this mean for like? Am I never gonna see him again? Or you know like because that's fucking traumatizing because he's been in my life for so long. Mm -hmm. Albus is just like, but Hermione, you're married to Ron. Like no, bitch, that's your (laughs) aunt. Like. 
she has been around for your for entire your life. Whole life. And like after your aunt probably yes. like because you and Rose are the same age, mm-hmm. so you have been related to her your entire life. And there was no like I don't know it was weird. Um, and but, then Hermione was like very much like I think because of the way that they characterized Ron and the way they characterized like the family. Even though Hermione was like very competent and very like in charge in a way, she also didn't have that like motherly concern that you would think Hermione would have. I mean that, but then yeah, well, I think that part of that is that we didn't have Rose in like anything. So Rose was very Rose was around at the very beginning, and I was like, I like her, she's great, and then all of a sudden she turns into like this. Person who's she turns into like a lavender like, brown, right? Like Pavard, and it, and it doesn't make sense based off of like who her parents are, and like but also like who her great. We were we were talking about like she's a Weasley, and she's just gonna be like, oh, Albus is unpopular. Bye. Like don't like we have to pretend to sit together on the train until our parents can't see us, and then peace out. Don't talk to me. Right, and she had like no like. <clears throat> she didn't have any real, like, function in the story at no. all. And so, and that was, like, frustrating, because it was like, she should be at the very, like, okay, maybe even if she didn't travel with them in time, although I thought that she should have, and she, because they, cause they, needed, they I thought they were they gonna make, like, a boy. trio. <laughs> right, one, I thought they were gonna make a trio, but two, they needed that one person to be like, mm, that doesn't sound right, or, like, maybe you shouldn't do it that way, or, like, this sounds dumb. Like, somebody, you know what I mean? Like, Scorpius in some moments was that, but it was mostly just because he was afraid, um, which is, like, understandable. But with Rose, like, she just, did, she just kind of, like, faded into the background. But also, like, in a there way was a was way like, that, like, um, when they're missing, I bless you. When they're missing, um, Scorpius and Albus, like, the first thing you should think to do is talk to Rose. Yeah. But they don't even do that in the play, which is also like, well, then they know that they're not really good friends or something, or they don't look out for each other. Right. But, like, the family that you come from, like, they all looked out for each other. Like, Percy, like, was keeping an eye on Harry because his mama told him to. Right. Like, Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, his mama was like, look, I need you to be watching Harry because I don't trust it. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was like, all right. You know, like... Like, yeah, it's weird. Versus, like, the time... The one time she did come to Albus, and she was like, I just want to, you know, you should come sit with me. And he's like, oh, did somebody put you up to it? She's like, yeah, my mom and dad told me, but I'm here for you if you need it. Like, no. That's and then, not like, walked away. And walked away. And there were... Yeah, it was... And then, um, I mean, and even just back to Hermione, like, that... I felt like that... We didn't get to see, like, the connection between, like... Harry and Ron, I mean, Hermione and Ron and, like, their kids. I mean, Hugo was mentioned a couple times, but didn't, didn't exist. Didn't exist. Um, and then, like, yeah, and so, like, while, like, I thought Nova was amazing. Yeah. Um, and there were, like, moments of, there's, like, one funny moment where Albus is polyjuiced into being Ron. Uh, yeah. And kept, like, kissing her, and then <laughs> Scorpius is like, you kiss your aunt, like, 12 times. Right. Which was, like, the one time that they mentioned, like, that's your aunt, and that's kind of weird. But also, like, um... The way they did the potion, by the way, was awesome. Was awesome. But they 
had this moment of like, or they had a couple of moments where it was like Her- or Rod and Hermione, like in a romantic, loving way, mm-hmm. but not in a friend respect, like mutual respect way. Right. It was less, because it was like in the alternate universes where they weren't together, they didn't behave as if they were like, as if they had grown up together and were best friends. They behaved as if they were like colleagues who worked together. Um, and, and like then there when was they like were, tension. Right. But, but it was like, but there was no like friendship there. It was just like, oh, we have this like tension. Yeah. And, and it's like, you can have the tension, but also you've been, you've known each other. You've been friends since you were 11. Yeah. I mean like even in, I'm thinking back to like Goblet of Fire when that, the tension really starts, mm-hmm. like there are still times when they're like, okay, but we need to like figure this thing out and right. like work on this thing together. And it's like, there's still things that they needed to do. And they were still friends, like, at yeah. the end of the day. Like, even when they had, like, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. were always friends. And it didn't really feel like that. Um, and a part of that was because Harry wasn't really... Wasn't there. Like, it wasn't, there wasn't a moment where it was just the trio. Like... There was a moment where they all stepped up. And it was Harry and Hermione. And then... This is also, like, Draco and Harry have more moments together than Ron and Harry right. did. But, like, it was Harry and Hermione, and Draco steps up to, like, like, this is, like, them like versus the crowd. And Draco. Yeah, yeah. So, Jimmy steps up to, like, back her husband, and then Draco steps up because, like, his son's a part of this whole thing, mm-hmm. too. And then Ron comes in, and he's like, well, like, I think Brian already said, like, well, I don't really have anything to do with this, but if they're in it, I'm in it. Like. And it's like, mm, no. there's. Like, maybe that's your thought process, but that's not what you would say. And also, like, Ron would say that to the two of them. Like, look at what y'all got me into. But, like, he would have been up there from the jump. Yeah. Like, say something else. Right. Right. So he did that one part where he was, like, to Draco. To Draco. You've been real disrespectful to my wife. Right. But. It was one moment at the end. And it was just, like, I was waiting for that one whole time. Um, and yeah, so then, like, but yeah, I thought, like, Hermione in general, like, Noma was everything I ever wanted in Hermione. Yeah. Like, period. She was the best. She was awesome. Um. She was also, and, like, um, there, there was one problem with, and it wasn't Noma's problem. Again, like, all this stuff is the, is the, is the writing. writing. Yeah. Um, which was, like, in one of the, the first alternate universe, I guess. No, the second alternate universe. Um, when Voldemort has, like, had one, um, they're hiding underground, and she has become this, like, Indiana Jones, like, action star type of person, like, she's the most wanted person, and Ron's, like, second most wanted, or whatever, which is... Which makes sense, makes sense. actually. <laughs> but the way that they did it was kind of, like, okay, again, like, Hermione's better than Ron, like, right. um, but... It only makes sense in that she's a muggle boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like Ron's right. a blood traitor. Like we, right. you know, like he's not, and he's not like a sidekick. I mean, he is no. a sidekick, but he's, he's not, not. He's like, on. It would be like they would all be equally wanted. Anyway, it, that's not the point. What I was trying to make. What I was trying to make was that she's like stepping on Scorpius, and she's like, um, I am sick of like hiding under these wall, like you know, and fighting and winning little battles, and it's like. Hermione would have had so many books around. Like, she's in hiding. And she's got access to, like, the Hogwarts library. 
Right? She would have been like, um, I have a shopping list of things to need to get me. And right. she'd be studying different ways or, you know, it wouldn't be just like, like, she always did step up to fight when needed, but she was always the person who was like, let's make a plan. Right. And this one, she like really did a hairy level type of plan. Right. Okay. We're going to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, no, Hermione would have like stopped. Like, let's look at this. Look at this. Studied it. Like, studied some alternate routes or whatever. Like, it would have been a more thought out plan than like a. And there was only one moment with like books with her. Yeah. And it was. It was a good, good moment. <laughs> but like, it was. Yeah. There was no moment where she was like, Let's look at the, let's go to the, to the library, library or something. Yeah. Like, there was no moment like When that. in doubt, go to the library. There was right. a lot of doubt There in the was library. a moment where, like, at the end where Malfoy is like, oh, I have another time turner, which was a little convenient, but that's, you know, that happens. Um, and they were like, they were trying to come, Harry and Draco were trying to come up with a plan, but I was like, never once did they think, like, let's go ask Hermione. Right. She might actually have some ideas or even just be able to use some, like, deductive reasoning to figure out, like, where their kids might be in time. Yeah. Like, it, she might not have got it totally right, but she'd have been able to narrow it down. And they're like, okay, so just kind of going to Draco a little bit. It's like there was a lot. There's more interaction between Draco and Harry than there was um, between Ron and Harry, which was a problem, mm-hmm. and the trio as a whole. But then also, like, they had this, like, they waffled between, like, begrudging respect and, like, damn near friendship I would say Mm -hmm. there was like this like little bit of antagonism so also like oh Draco's whole thing hinges on the dumbest rumor dumbest rumor that like why is this rumor when the when 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 we're when we're introduced to the rumor it's like by the kids on the train on their first year of Hogwarts right and I was like cool kids are dumb yeah this is gonna make up shit yeah like oh I see, like, he's bullied because of this stupid rumor that persists. Um, and then when Draco and Harry are talking about it, like, this is ruining our lives, we're like, we're like oh, wait, we're supposed to take this shitty-ass rumor seriously? Right. Which like, is that Scorpio, they went back in time. It was like, Draco, Draco and, and his wife couldn't could, have kids, so in order to further the Malfoy line, they went back in time and took the offspring of Voldemort. Like, took Voldemort's baby and then decided to raise that baby as their own. And that's who Scorpius is. two things. Scorpius looks completely Malfoy. He's got the blonde hair. Um, It's not... Like, and that would have also been really interesting if, like, like Draco had this, like, dark-haired boy. Like, you know, or, like, he's got the Malfoy blonde hair. I was, like, on some Game of Thrones stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's strong. Um, Um, But, um, and then... We were like, wait, Voldemort has a baby? With who? How? How? There's like no, there's, it didn't, and like that was the thing. Like, the, does the Wizarding one, World do like IVF? Like, what? like that, and that was not. We were, and that was the thing after part one where it was like, it was persisting so much that it was weird. And we were yeah. just like. And we didn't have an mean? answer. Like we still were like, oh, this is a dumb rumor that's like not based on anything. Yeah, and we were like, I, we, and we were just like, I don't get why it's so like. <laughs> a big part the yeah. story um and so like and then we were like at lunch because there was like a big break in between parts one and two um and we were like like who would even do that and we were like jokingly on some like <laughs> bell bell tricks. but like we weren't serious we yeah. were just like i mean like yeah bellatrix like, would sign up for that job but but voldemort doesn't no, want he, he doesn't want kids he doesn't even couldn't he even have kids right. like 
he doesn't he doesn't have that emotional range, right? He don't got the range. range. Um, but also like like you were saying his whole thing is about his whole thing is about him living forever. Right. Like if he wanted like heirs in the line, like he would have done that mm-hmm. like back in like his time. Like right. he wasn't about like the Voldemort name moving on. Like right. he wanted to erase all family history and become this new thing. One person. Yeah, this one immortal person. Um, Yeah, let me find out that shit was real. And then, then, yeah, and then, so we were like, oh, Bellatrix. And then, cut to, Voldemort does have a kid, and who's the mom? Bellatrix. The only part of that that would make sense was like, her husband was like, all right, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was the only thing was that Rodolphus was like, well, (laughs) Which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been. That was the only thing. But like, really. And then we started. Then you start trying to do the math. Like, when would Voldemort had 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 time have had time to have a baby? And then they she tells him that it was during when when Bellatrix was at Malfoy Manor before the Battle of Hogwarts. But like, there wasn't that much time in between for her. To and be Draco was. We saw her and then. Draco How was Draco home for know? Easter, How and he didn't see notice a pregnant Bellatrix or a baby or a baby or. You know, Hermione, or the trio breaks into Gringotts, and Hermione walks in as Bellatrix, and they're not like, weren't you pregnant? Like, aren't you, show, like, what? Right. And my friend was like, oh, maybe she's one of those pregnant women that don't show. I'm like, if that's what your plot hinges on. Right. I'm supposed to just be like, oh, no, no, no. She's one of those pregnant women. No. No. It just, that, yeah, that part was just. It, it was infuriating. It, it didn't make any sense. Um. Then there were, like, other, like, McGonagall, like, the other thing is, like, some of the characterizations weren't, like, consistent, so, like, yeah. McGonagall's characterization was all over the place. Was all over the place. It was, like, Whatever they needed her to do. Right. It was, like, one moment she's telling off the Minister of Magic, or, like, Hermione, or whatever, and then the next moment she's letting, she's, like, she's having an argument with Harry, and Harry, like, goes off on her. How in, like, just think about McGonagall. How would she ever let Harry go off on her? Like, period. And then thinks about raising her his, his voice, voice at her, her. and she's like, boy. You tried it. But like, also though, if some random McGonagall lets Harry go off on her, she then is like doing what he wants him her to do, which exactly. she doesn't agree with. No. No. Like he's not Dumbledore. Yeah. He's not, like he's Harry Potter. And he's I don't even him. think that she would do what Dumbledore wanted her to do if she didn't agree with it or if there wasn't a thought like it wasn't explained why right. it, was it very needed clear to that happen. Harry was act- acting on emotions and like yeah. she was saying that. But And Harry is like the the head of magical law enforcement, so he does have some power within the ministry and he pulls an umbrage line of like if you don't do this, the ministry you will, will be involved involved and or something. Is like Harry. But, like, you know that McGonagall would be like, okay. okay. And then as soon as he left, be like, Psh, I ain't doing this. Right. Or even be like, oh, really? You're going to bring the ministry in? Bring the ministry Yeah. In. Yeah. Like, which is Hermione. Right. Which, like, let her tell me something. Right. Like, it, was, it just, it, it didn't make sense. And then later, having a backbone. Like, it just, it was, like, all, it was just all over the place. And she, and when she does, like, stand up to the ministry, like Diana said earlier, she doesn't stand up to them so much. She kind of starts um, scolding Hermione in public, though. She yeah. starts like a, a like a semi like mob. Like, how dare you? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, 
Yeah, um, and then also, so there's, like, the scene where they are, like, where Scorpius and Albus are, like, escaping the Hogwarts Express, and then oh, the yeah. trolley lady appears, and it was weird, and it didn't make sense. And, and it like, didn't ever come up again. No. It didn't need to happen. It didn't. She is, like, she has this whole monologue about how old she is, and no one's ever left the Hogwarts train, at, like, not at their destination, and many have tried before, and she talks about the twins and the marauders. <coughs> and then she grows, like, long fingernails and stands very menacingly. And then they jump off the train. Right. They're like, okay, bye. Like, it was, it was she doesn't weird. <laughs> fight. No. She just stands there menacingly. And, like, little sticks grow out of her fingers. And she's like, Rah. it was like, why? Why? Um, that was, like, the first part of the play where I was just like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, that was, like, you know what I mean? Because at first you get, you're just, like, you see everything, and you're like, this is really cool, and, like, you're getting blinded by it, and then that And there part, was, like, this big... That part was, I think, the part that, like, it started made to me... That, that was what... It not even started to shift, but it was, like, that was when my brain, like, snapped back on as to, like, okay, I'm not gonna get blinded by all the pretty stuff, but, like, what's <laughs> actually happening here? Like, why yeah. is this happening? And I think, too, like, one of the things was, like, it's it starts really fast. So, mm-hmm. like... They're dropping them off, like, during the epilogue scene. They're, like, Albus's first year at Hogwarts. Yeah. And then they do this, like, montage of, like, really quickly they're in, like, year four. Right. Which I actually, I like. And there was, like, a ton of, like, choreography and stuff where at one point Mm -hmm. I, like, looked around and was like, is this going to be a musical? (laughs) Like, they were, like, stomping and there was, like, music and they were swooshing their capes and... That was kind of cool. It was very cool because it, like, did this, like, whole thing about, like, movement and, like, Mm -hmm. when they would whoosh their capes they would, like make a noise that was, like, very, yeah. like, musical. They would also, like, and then also in general when they do transitions, that was, like, yeah. they would, like, whoosh their cape over a chair and then, then they carry the chair and, away yeah. and it looked like the chair disappeared, like, most of the time. Yeah, um, sometimes it didn't really work out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, it goes really fast and then once you start to settle into, like, okay, now we're, like, getting to the, like, story. the story, that was, like, the first thing that they did and you're mm-hmm. just, like, but... Why though? Yeah, um, and then um, the other. So like other thing, um, and this is like I think my last. I mean, it's about the whole thing, but my last point in the plot in like the part one category is like neither Albus or Scorpius were Slytherins. Like they were Slytherin. They were sorted sorted in Slytherin, Slytherin, but they weren't Slytherin. Nothing that they did was Slytherin, like at all, like in the slightest, and. It very easily could have worked without doing that. Yeah. Like, they, so, like, that was the whole thing was, like, you know, at the beginning, it was pretty much the epilogue, and so they were, like, um, you know, if you choose the starting hat, if you don't want to be in Slytherin, you don't have to be in Slytherin. Just whatever. tell them. Just tell them. Just tell this hat. Um, so, Albus never took that advice, and then was mad. It was, like, mad at Harry. Harry, in a way, it was, like, you're, uh, you're ashamed that I'm Slytherin, but Harry didn't, didn't care. care. And... And also, made it known that he didn't care. And then you never asked the sergeant hat not to put you. Yeah, and if it bothered you that much, you should have asked to be in Gryffindor. And then you weren't. And then, and then, but like, but then he wasn't a Slytherin. Yeah, it was like again forcing characters into the plot because then you start to learn who Albus is and like the actions that he takes and like the way that he. Like just all the decisions. I mean, the whole, of it, the whole none of it was thing, Slytherin. the whole plot hinges on a very rash, like 
I was going to say brave. It's not, not brave, brave, but like, it's a very like Gryffindor-esque like type Gryffindorian decision. Like you're like Slytherin and like all your angst comes from the fact that you're like a, in a different house and you're different than the rest of your family. But then the thing that like you do to solve that proves that you're not like proves that you're Gryffindor mm-hmm. or not Slytherin. And like, he could have been a Slytherin and like they could have made the conflict something, you know, different. Like it would have been interesting to see like Albus like starting to get interested or like allured into like dark arts and like how Harry Potter's son like, you know, tries to stay away from that or something like you know what I mean? Like that if he also, was Slytherin like, if you don't want to make Slytherin cunning. synonymous with dark arts, you could still show that he's a Slytherin without having I mean, that. Yeah like, be a thing. Yeah, um, like, but he could have been... Like, Slytherins are very cunning. They're mm-hmm. very, um, like, ambitious. Like, they're very... Like, there are things about Percy that are more Slytherin than anything that Alice ever right. was. And... Yeah, there wasn't a single moment that he did anything that I was like, oh, I can see the Slytherin in him. Besides being, like, moody... And sulky, but that's, but like that's not yeah, yeah. But that's not even a Slytherin. Like he was very antagonistic towards Harry. This is the other thing that I got really mad about. Was like they had issues, but what was the issue? Like there were father, there was a conflict between father and son. They didn't communicate well, and like obviously, I just felt like overshadowed and, and like. Yeah. And it was very much in, like, but a that Ron type but of way. Like, yeah. But then somehow Albus and Ron never had an interaction Moment. where Ron could have been like, yeah, I've been there. I remember when, like, I was or, like, in Hogwarts and your dad felt like he was overshadowing me, but he also had all the shit yeah. that he was dealing with. But like, also, like, James and Lily, the children, uh-huh. don't have any kind of angst about it. So it's not, like, oppressive, right? It's not like, oh, you can't get away from... Or they handle it better. I don't know, but it was it. They didn't do a good job of communicating that. The other thing is like, where were James like, and Lily when Albus was struggling? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we talked about Rose and how she barely helped, but like James and Lily were not, not there. Just period. At all. And like James would only be there to like tease Albus right. some more. But it was like, like we said, like you tease your siblings, yes, but when like the shit goes down and something is wrong, like. The twins weren't teasing Jenny. They were trying to make her feel better. Right. They were worried about it. They did it in a really weird way, <laughs> in a very twinny way. But their goal was not to tease her. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry, I have a cold. Um, but Albus just kept being like, like they wanted to make him emo Harry without like the actual shit that emo Harry went, went through. Right. And like that he went through to get that way. Yeah, and like you are mad at your dad and you're like, you think he's someone who he obviously isn't. Like, Harry was trying his best. He was doing a terrible job. He was not, yeah, but he wasn't malicious. Right. He wasn't um, ignoring Al. Like, he spent more time with Albus than he did, like, with any of his other kids. It wasn't like him cracking jokes with James and Albus was, like, off in the corner. Like, he was, like, Took him, like, dropped him off at the train every year. Every single year. Mm-hmm. Had moments with him every single year. Yeah. Gave them all presents. 
Oh, that. Oh. oh my god. This is how much of a shit Abba Severus was, which didn't make any sense to me. He gives them gifts every year, and so James gets the invisibility cloak, which oh. Abba then later steals. So why are you so mad about it? But Lily gets like these little wings that flutter. yeah that flutter, um, and he gives Albus his like baby blanket, like his security blanket. And he's like, you know, this is the blanket I was wrapped in. Also, it was a small blanket to be wrapped in the middle of October, November. Whatever. <laughs> this is the blanket I was wrapped in when I was left at the Dursleys, and Dudley found it after Petunia died, and so she kept it, and so now I keep it. And every All Hallows Eve, I find it. And it just is like, it's the one link to my parents. And the one thing from my mother the, that yeah, I have. Yeah, that I have. And I want you to have it. And it was like this very, like, thoughtful, like, he sits down on the bed with him, like, emotional moment. Mm-hmm. And then Albus is like, oh, so James, you're going to give James an invisibility cloak? You're going to give me this fuck-ass blanket? Like... Basically being like, what is this supposed to do, Dad? And then spilled and then, love potion on and it. And yeah, and then threw it and spilled love potion on it. Just like tossed, like threw it on the bed like it was nothing. And I'm like, what kind of psychopathic child are you? Like, like your dad tells you this heartbreaking story. And then he's just like, boo-hoo, I'm and Harry like, Potter. Boo-hoo, I'm parents. an orphan. Like, like what? Little boy? Bet you wouldn't. Like, You could just what? not go to Hogwarts. How about that? Who makes fun of their dad for being an orphan? Like, it didn't make any sense. And like, there are ways, and I get like that they're trying to show that like they just you know don't connect and have arguments and they don't understand each other, and that's fine. You can show that in ways that don't make Albus look like a psychopath and don't make Harry look just like inept. Yeah, even though like obviously trying his best, right? Like the, And then my other thing is like so how when is, Harry was so like, how is he so bad at being a parent to like Albus, but then like the other two are, are just chilling. Oh 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 and then he says, Harry Potter says, I never had a father figure. Either says it to Dumbledore's he says it's portrait. It's Dumbledore's portrait. And we're just like That's serious. Hagrid, serious, Hagrid, yeah. um Dumbledore. Arthur. Arthur. That's just five off top. We were just like, but huh? How? That makes no sense. Like, yeah, you didn't have a father, but... But plenty of people who were raising you at a certain point. Like, and, like, tr- genuinely, truly cared about your well-being right. beyond you being Harry Potter. Exactly. And I could see it being, like, from Dumbledore's... Like, when he's yelling at Dumbledore's portrait, thinking, like, you never really cared about me so much as you cared about, like, the horcrux and defeating uh-huh. Dumbledore. Because I feel like that is something that Harry would have to, like, go through and, like... um reckon with, especially, like, after the Horcrux hunt and stuff, when he's learning all these things about Albus, mm-hmm. that he, about Dumbledore, that, like, he was never told, and, he, you know, like, I told him everything, and he didn't tell me. Right. Like, and I do think that, like, Harry's characterization made sense, and they did, and, like, while some of it, like, because he had a lot of, like, flashbacks and dreams and stuff, and he was, like, attributing it to, like, oh, like, darkness is coming back into the world, or, and, like, Voldemort might be coming back, or whatever. But, um, a lot of it was really just, like, PTSD, which is the other thing, which yeah. is, like... And, and you know, like, Ginny and was right in saying, like, you need to, like, actually be honest and, like, talk to your son uh, because what he wants is not to see you being, like, perfect and not, like, afraid or whatever. What he needs to see is you as, like, a person 
Um, and so that was the other thing is like he never showed his kids like how much being Harry Potter like really weighed on him um, and like gave him real trauma. So I but, like until, and not that but he until he does he does like to... um, he does like a he doesn't show it until he does like an emotional outburst right until about he like it. blows up at someone which is like makes a little sense. hairy it's but... hairy but it's also like that's also what happens when you're. Traumatized. traumatized yeah and have post-traumatic stress like that's what happens and so it made that like harry's characterization made a lot of sense to me but um but then it was it also like fit with with the way that everyone else was characterized or how people like or especially just albus mm-hmm. reacted to that characterization like there were big holes of like yeah my dad acts this way and i'm just gonna completely misread it as something as arrogant or something, or... but I don't know. I think that teenagers <coughs> do that though. Yeah, like, but it was dumb, but like in like a, but not. I didn't feel like it came out of left field. I did because of, or not that it came out of left field, but that no one checked Albus on it either. Right, like, no one talked like Jenny was about like Jenny was like just you need to show him. You need to be honest with him. You need to like. But someone could don't talk just, to him about Harry. Yeah, too. Like, like don't no just um, come at Albus Alvin, like you have the answers to everything. Like show him that you still struggle with mm-hmm. stuff. But then on the flip side, where is your mom talking to him? Like, boy, do you know what your dad has been through? Right. Like you need to give him a break. You need mm-hmm. to let like he has and a hard a moment time. Where she's like, I'm blaming you, you, Harry. Where it's like, yes, but they're both at fault. It's not just. Yeah. And like, but it's also just like, he's a teenager, but he's not, again, I go, he's not Crab or Goyle. Like, even like, I'm like bringing it back to the books when um, Harry kisses Cho and she's like, he was crying and Hermione explains like all the things that must have been going on in Cho's head and Ron's like, no way. Like, no one can have all of these conflicting emotions. Like, maybe Ron doesn't get it, but Hermione got it and could, like, explain it to them because they're not dumb. Right. Like, Scorpius could have explained. Like, Scorpius loses his mother. Um, and there is a moment where Scorpius does check Albus and it... But it comes, like, really late. It comes, yeah. It's like, we've been dealing with this for a while now. <laughs> and then now... And I think it was, like, yeah, it was it was in the second... Or the first alternate universe where suddenly Albus is a Gryffindor. Um, yeah. And they were like, because you chose, because you asked them. And it's like, well, why didn't you just do it in the first place? Like, yeah. Get that. But, um, yeah, so there's a moment where he, like, gets checked by Scorpius. But, yeah. But it comes, yeah. And, it, and then he goes and, like... He, like, understands it, but then... Still has his... Issues. Um, and they kept saying, like... Again, it was like, show, don't tell us. Um, well, I have issues with my dad. And then Scorpius was like, oh, you think? You know what I mean? Right. Like, we know. But they weren't... I feel like they weren't clear exactly what those issues were on Albus's side. Like, it was and clear, they, like, I think that Harry they... didn't know how to talk to him... Harry didn't know how to, like, connect with him. But it wasn't clear, like, what Albus wanted Harry, how Albus wanted Harry to connect with him, because he was trying. Right. That and also, like, I guess for me, like, reading into, like, their, you know, like, the, the, I guess, summary or, like, description or whatever 
before, like, this is the premise of the show, and, like, it tells us that, like, Albus is feeling really overshadowed and, like, is, you know what I mean, like, there's a lot of pressure in being Harry Potter, in being Harry Potter's son, and then also, have like, being named after, like, Albus Dumbledore and Severus Snape-ish. Um, but, like, we don't actually see him, like, say, he doesn't say that or ask yeah. that. Um, so that's the thing. Like, it and, was no one, much, and no one, and no one, like, very much just telling us things that didn't have, that could have just been shown. But also, like, with Ron's, like, feeling overshadowed, right, which is, like, okay, he doesn't go talk to Ron about it, right? Mm-hmm. But we're shown, like, places where, like, Percy gets made head boy and, like, um, the twins are on the Quidditch team. And, like, Ron tells his best friend this, like, pretty explicitly. Like, doesn't really, like, talk, like, isn't really, like, um articulate about how that makes him self-conscious but like is like you know I'm a part of a large family so I never get anything and I never I'm never first in anything because I'm one of the younger ones Mm -hmm. and so like Harry pretty quickly clocks like oh this is an issue that he has um when Albus first meets Scorpius he's like I know who you are you know um but he doesn't say like you're Harry Potter's son and you're named after two of the headmasters. Right. Like, he there's lets no him external, intro- And the like, thing is, like, Scorpius lets Albus introduce himself first. Yeah. And then later, when Rose is like, we gotta go, we can't <laughs> be sitting with this dude. And then, and he's like, well, you, I know who you are, and you know who I am, so that's not your Albus Potter. No, and he, and Scorpius is like, our parents had issues. Right. Which is, like, why he's he, thinking, like, you probably don't want to sit with me because exactly. you probably don't, like, the Malfoy name. Right. Right? (coughs) Another thing, to just say it, I couldn't tell if Scorpius and Albus were best friends or if they were in love. Yeah. And that was all writing. Mm -hmm. They were, like, I mean, some of it, they did this, like, they, um, Harriet forbade Albus from hanging out with Scorpius because he thought, Scorpius was Voldemort's kid for some reason. <laughs> a grown-ass man who fought and defeated Voldemort thought... Voldemort had a kid. Maybe these he rumors are true. He spent his whole sixth year studying Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just... But all of a sudden he was like, maybe these rumors are true. But okay. Dumb. So they're forbidden from, like, hanging out, and they're best friends. Um, so they do this, like, stairway dance type of thing um, that was cool, but they were, like, longingly looking at each other in a way that was, like, so wait, are y'all, like, heartbroken? Or are you lonely? Or... The, the music... Yeah, it was the, the music, too. The music and the lights, and... And then there was, like... I forget what they said. They were, like, in terms of, like, then the writing, like, reinforced it, which was, like... Especially at the end, too. Yeah, it was, like... There were just certain, like, quotes where you were just like, wait a second. Yeah. So they were, like, hugging, and they're like, oh, do we hug now? Is that something we do? Or, um, which is, like, cool, right? That's, like, friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense for, like, like, them, like, making a big deal about hugging because, like, both of them are super, like, um, they're not totally used to, like, affection in yeah. general and, like, not like, And they're both kind of, like, with it. surly in a different ways. Yeah. Um, but then there was, like, this moment when they 
go to, like, or Scorpius goes to confront Albus because Albus is listening to his dad. Like, fights his dad about not hanging out with Albus and then is, or hanging out with Scorpius and then is like, okay. And then just like, Mm -hmm. and like, it, it was just like, okay, the scene needs to be over so you agree. And then, but you, he never like, was like, okay, I understand what you're trying to say. And then how Um, did Draco become the voice of reason? Because then he goes to Harry and is like, really? But then they do that was the thing so like then Draco comes to goes to like the Potter house and is like really Harry our our kids can't be friends really and like and and Draco does has this really heartfelt moment where he talks about like the thing that I disliked about you or envied about you the most was your your friendship with Ron and Hermione Mm -hmm. and I was very lonely and like I had crab and boil but right you know you know (laughs) I wasn't even sure crab could read right Um, (laughs) and then Harry's like well Bane, the centaur. And it's like, you know how centaurs are. All that stuff didn't make no goddamn sense. damn sense. Bane says there's a dark cloud hanging over Albus. And and it's like, you don't even believe in divination. divination, It must be Scorpius. And it must be because Scorpius is Voldemort's kid. Harry, you're not Crab or Goyle. You have a thought. You have a brain. Like, none of that made any sense. As someone who has been, like, who understands prophecy and, like, barely and then, like, divination, understands that centaurs, and been told multiple times that centaurs may or may not be seeing the right thing. And it's like, told it's by not, the portrait of Dumbledore, but, like, it's like, oh, I know exactly, like, cuts Dumbledore, Dumbledore's trying to give his weird, cryptic, dumbledore thing, but it's very obviously, like, um, there are a lot of ways in which you can have darkness or mm-hmm. like, it's like, and says something like, you know, the centaurs are always very like vague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Harry, I know Harry, exactly what to do. I know exactly what you're trying to say. The darkness is a person. It's like, no. And obviously that person is Scorpius because he's a Malfoy, which made like a little bit of sense. Like, um, six year Harry where it's like, Jacob did it. <laughs> yeah. But instead um, it was because he's, Voldemort's because he's Voldemort's kid. kid. Like, they went back in time. Yeah. Like, Which it was just like because Scorpius is now playing with the dark arts the way that Draco did or something like that right. would have made more sense and obviously this means that Scorpius is Voldemort's kid. But yeah. the whole plot hinging on Voldemort having a kid was so fanfic. And yeah. I mean the whole thing was fanfic but then yeah. like that particularly was just like really? Um, yeah and so then like the duel between Harry and and um, Draco was very much about like showing us that they could do a duel, mm-hmm. like in the and like and with wires, with wires, and and, 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 and like some of them they were getting people and... were like picking them up and like flipping them. And yeah. There was a lot of happening. It was like it looks cool, but there's really no point to this. And the only good part about it is that Ginny comes in and she's like, "Really, I left you guys alone for three, five, like three, three minutes. minutes." Um, and that was a good line, yeah. but we didn't need it. Um, which is another thing about, like, editing and why, like, it doesn't need to be that long. Mm-hmm. It's, like, that, that was a theme. didn't need to be there. Also, really quickly, this is, like, not, this is, like, super tangential, but, like, just about effects. They had a flu powder, like, uh, I mean, a fireplace where they could, like, come out of, and that looked really awesome because it was, like, a slide that, I mean, like, obviously we didn't see them get on the slide. We just saw them, like, come out here, of it. But it looked really cool. Yeah. Um, and also, like, they would leave exit stage left and come backstage right like super quickly. So quickly! There was like a moment where it was just like, how did they get there? They yeah. were just over there. Like the flu powder, the flu powder situation. Was fine. Um, no, no, not the flu powder. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The, um, 
Polyjuice Potion. Yeah. Or, like, um, three of them change into Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and then they, like, take the visitor's entrance into um, the Ministry of Magic, and then we, then the, immediately the next scene is to the Ministry of Magic, and Ron and Harry and Hermione are coming out from, what it was, sorry, my, my, um, my left from right off top is not great. Um, yes, from stage left. And you're just like, wait, but you were just back there. Like, in the there? back, stage like, right. way back. And then they're like, you could hear them, but they're still on stage. And, like, hearing them talking, that was clearly, <laughs> like, a, like, recording or yeah. whatever. And that's cool. But then all of a sudden, they're just, the- how did you get that? That was the other thing, like, and that was one of the parts that, um, and, like, we're no longer talking about plot anymore, <laughs> but, like, just... But that like, was like, but that, that was, was like it. one of the that, cool things that like made you kind of forget about what was actually what, about happening. The plot. Because yeah. you're like, okay, now I have to figure out how they're doing this because it's like yeah. driving me crazy and it's really awesome. Yeah, um, and I never figured it out. But and but that's also like the thing is like you don't like I don't know how that reads, but you're still like when you're reading it, like you're still like okay, but this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um. But when you're seeing it, you're like, okay, well, that, just, was, that was awesome. Right. He just like, seems over there. And then, it takes you, there. and then it takes you another, like, minute or two to get back to, like, okay, yeah, but this still don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, you get distracted by, like, how cool it was and how well that they, like, executed it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why, it, like, by the sense, it's sad that most of the people will just have to read the script. Exactly. Because they won't get that unless, I'm hoping that they film it for, like, great performances on PBS or something like that. But that's a long-ass play. And it's a lot of um, work and rights and things of that nature. Lots of stuff. Um, but I also want to talk about. Um, sorry, I'm going back to my. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, Harry has these dreams, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, is he going back to um, having these prophetic dreams because? Voldemort's coming back, or like darkness, dark magic is coming back. Right. And they have this one dream, like he has one before each kind of like section. So he sees. And they're all flashbacks. Yeah, they're all like but... him flashbacks, but then like they end alluding to something that's about to happen. Yeah. So like the first one, he's under the cabinet under the stairs, and like Petunia's yelling at him for not doing the dishes or something like that. And he's wet himself, which mm-hmm. is another, like, he's, like, 10 or 11. No, 9 or 10, because, again, it, I felt like he hadn't met Hagrid yet. Yeah. Um, but he's way too old to be wetting himself. And he talks about the dream of his parents and hearing Voldemort. And he, they have they do this really cool thing where, like, these hands are coming out from the stairs and, like, touching, or almost touching him. Which is, like, nope. Um, but then he sees... Um, Albus in, Dur- in Durmstrang robes mm. getting snatched. And, like, we find out later that, like, Albus goes back in time and he um, hides himself in Durmstrang robes. And so, like, it brings it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they have this one dream where Petunia takes him to Godric's Hollow to look at the grave. And the whole monologue and everything, it was very much like a fan fiction, like what you wanted Petunia to do, but she never actually did, or what mm-hmm. what you wished she would have done, but it didn't fit with who she was, and it didn't make sense. Um, and then at the end, you see Albus comes out of 
the graveyard and Voldemort snatches them again. Mm-hmm. And um, Harry wakes up and he's like, that never happened. Like, that was really weird. And he's like really shaken by it, which great acting. But I was like, okay, so what does that scene mean? Right? right. Like the scene where he wets the bed, the first one, right? You're like, okay, like, because <clears throat> he was traumatized and he was being abused and still so like adding on top of the trauma. And so maybe he hasn't, so he's dreaming about this again and he's dreaming about Albus with it. So maybe, you know, he hasn't fully reckoned with all of the trauma he went through or he's very scared about that, about Albus suffering that same kind of hurt Mm -hmm. or trauma. Like that made sense to me. But then the Petunia scene, it was like, so he's worried that Albus is getting a false depiction of who he is the way he got a false depiction of who his parents were. Right. But you're there with like, who's tell like it didn't, it didn't work Mm -hmm. because it was, what you end up having to like just reckon with yourself. It's like, oh no, that was just a fan moment that they wish Petunia would have right. done. So they made it happen. Um, also, the Dementors are really cool. Yo. Like at the end, so like <laughs> I know y'all just read it and it's like at the end of part one, it's like the Dementors are like up here. Oh. But like, no. I had issues. But that's not, like you read that and you're like, okay, cool, Dementors. And not even cool, but like, oh, that sucks. No. They were coming out into goddamn theater. Um, there's a moment, so I'm, 10 feet away from I'm in between, I'm in between Bayana and my, one of my really good friends. I am grabbing my friend Marissa's arm, like, shaking, and I'm grabbing Bayana's knee, and I look over, and Bayana's is shaking her head, like, nope, 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 like, over not and over again. It. Not about it. And, like, the dementia comes, so there's two, they come down, they drop down from the stage, and that was creepy enough, and we mm-hmm. were like, uh. Oh, God. Oh, God. And then this bitch comes from the side. From, like, the box. From the box where we're sitting. Like, the side box. And it's floating over the audience. And then comes, and like, it comes, like closer. Close, and we're like, mm-mm. And, and, nope. Not mm-mm. today. What's, this, what's happening I here? left my wand. I don't I have don't, it. I, I can't expect to put, what? nope. No. What's happening? Can't do it. And then the lights come up, and or then they, like, do the dark mark, mm-hmm. and the lights come up, and I was just like, but... No, I don't, I need, where's the chocolate? Yeah. Like, it was just, like, it was Not very okay. well done. And it was rude. And it was rude. <laughs> it was Absolutely not. Um, which was nice, because it was definitely, like, um, an homage, I, I don't know, like, a tribute to, like, the fandom, and, like, mm-hmm. how creepy that was. And, like, the people that, like, it was also a little annoying. So, like, in our books, they are, like, things you need to know about the story. Mm-hmm. And they took, like, they recapped, like, the seven books in, like, a small paragraph. And then, like, had, like, kind of a glossary of words you needed to know. And I was, like, who needs this? Get them out of here. <laughs> like, Yeah. And, I mean, the other thing was that was interesting, too, is, like, if you look, like, we have the, we could probably take a picture of it. Yeah. We have them. But when they, for, like, the cast, they don't, they say, like, oh, for a lot of them, it's, like, some of them, it's, like, this is a specific person that they play. Um, yeah. And then other people, it's, like, roles include, like, this person. And I and part of it is, like, so that they don't spoil. Yeah. Um, 
So, like, for example, one person plays roles include Petunia Dursley and Madame Hooch, but they don't say the words Umbridge because yeah. they don't want us to know that Umbridge is going to show up. Barry McCarthy um, roles include Amos Diggory, but they don't include that he's also Dumbledore. Dumbledore, yeah. Um, so that part was kind of cool. Sorry, I just wanted to check. And I think James Potter Jr., he also played Cedric. Um, so they don't want that to spoil. Yeah. Um, and then... Cheryl, Rose included Rose Granger Weasley because they're in when the they flashback, in she's Hermione. Yeah. Um, oh, the trolley witch was Professor McGonagall. But yeah, so they do all of this, and um, one thing is, oh, the sorting hat, and I'm still upset about. Why? So the guy that plays the sorting hat, the sorting hat was very cool. Um, and so it's a man, like, and he's very, like, mystical and, you know, but he stands on top and, like, art, does, like, the sorting hat thing. He, thing, like, takes his hat off and then and he takes his hat off and puts it on. Um, the only thing that hat was, like, a bowler hat. It was a bowler it hat. A, it wasn't the like, sorting hat. Yeah, which was the only thing that I was, like, you know, that, yeah, that part was weird. Um, yeah, but then he comes back, and he also plays, like, Hagrid. In a, and the Hagrid was weird. Hagrid like, was he, weird. He was, like, really, like, preachy. Yeah. Like, he sounded like a black pastor. Yeah. That's what he sounded like. But then, like, when this um, second, I don't know if it was after the intermission in part two or when part two starts. It was after the intermission in part two. And it's, like, a very beautiful picture. It starts mm-hmm. to snow. And he comes out and he's walking really slow. Mm-hmm. And then he stands there and he takes his hat off and he shakes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it looks great. But then I was like, is he just, like, the magical Negro? Like, why is he here? Yeah. He doesn't really... There was no point in it. Yeah. And so, like, those things were really weird because it just was kind of like, okay, but why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <clears throat> so just... Also good to know, it says, Azkaban Fortress, prison where wizarding criminals are sent, guarded day and night by Dementors. So, where... Hermione, the Minister of Magic, still has Azkaban running as this Guantanamo Bay, like... That... Why can't that this be and closed? didn't Kingsley already like get rid of the, the Dementors? After the Battle of Hogwarts, it was clear the Dementors were on the side of Voldemort, and so he got rid of the Dementors and replaced them with ours. Why would her, Hermione would really, really Hermione bring them, really back? Bring them Hermione back? Hermione Granger, of all people, don't make no goddamn sense. Um, okay, so back to like the plot. There was so there's we. And I mean, like this is something you could obviously like see, I mean, or read, and it would kind of, you'd get the same reaction, so when Snape turns up, because they do, like, in, like, the, it's in the second, it's in the second, uh, alternate verse, right? Because there's only two. So, yeah, so it's in the lot, it's in the second alternate universe or whatever, and Scorpius finds out that he's, like, super extra malfoy or whatever, um, and, like, there's Umbridge, and she's, like, creepy. Her laugh was a little, um, off sometimes, but, you know. It was too grown. Like, it wasn't girlish enough. Yeah. Um, Giggly enough, but, yeah. But she was still good. She was um, good. But then, then Snape comes up. Then it's Snape. And it was weird because, so, like, and on the one hand, it made sense that Scorpius would know, like, oh, you're, you were actually, like, a double agent or whatever, like, at this point, and his, like, they would know. Like, especially because, like, his best friend is named after him, like. Yeah. He would know that. Um, but then... There, it was like a weird thing where they were trying to redeem Snape. Well, one actually, well, before we get into like the actual how they actually characterized him, 
it made me really miss Alan Rickman. Yeah. And it's not, and not, just, not that we, the actor didn't do well. It's just like I was waiting for the no pauses. Play I just Nate. feel like, yeah, I, that, and that was like a total. It's still like a bias on like our part, and not like. The but it was, was it was, it was very much like I bought Noma's Hermione. I bought mm-hmm. J- um, damn it, what's his name? Jamie Parker. Jamie Parker is here. He was so good. Um, I bought Ron. Like. I don't need, like, and I think we've talked about this, like, I could have um, new actors play these characters that I love if they, like, can embody them. I That can't happen with Snape. No. And we also didn't need Snape in the we didn't need story it. at all. And that was the other thing about part two, especially with, like, the, the um... They were putting in they, a lot of people that we didn't, didn't need. That, like, they did it in part one a little bit, and then part two, so it was, like, also, like, nostalgia, let's bring back these characters. Like, Hazard had no real role except for in the background. <clears throat> yeah. Of, or, like, a, a flashback of the story. So he came up in the one, they showed, uh, they showed Hagrid coming to the lighthouse and meeting Harry. Um, and then they also showed him coming to pick Harry up from, um... But when he comes to pick Harry up from Godric's Hall, he picks him out of a burning crib right. after this long-ass monologue. monologue that made Which no was sense. like, no, you got sent there specifically to, like, to pick, up, pick Harry. up Harry. Not, oh, he look, like, there's a baby. Yeah. Let's pick him up. Why do you think you're away. here? Yeah. Like, and yeah. then, like... So there was no reason for... And, like, and that was... And the second one was a continuation of the tragedy porn that we got with, like, having to listen to Lillian James, like, get murdered again. Um, yeah. So it was, like... So, yeah, Hagrid, there was no point of Hagrid being around. There was, and, like, the Snape thing, it was really just more trying to, like, make him seem out to be, like, some sympathetic character, um, or, like, a good person. So then when, like, Scorpius comes in and he's like, you loved Lily Potter, and yeah. you are really, and then the other, he's like, I took up her cause. No, you no, didn't. didn't. But, but then like, also, like, when Scorpius the is trying win, to... If the Death Eaters win... Snape is not going to be working in the rep on the rebel. Not only did the Death Eaters win, but Harry Potter died, died. and Dumbledore died. So what's the you, his whole point he would of just doing anything? Line and yeah, be like well, at He'd be like well, point, tried that, it failed, but okay. I didn't get caught. I still got a teaching position. Yeah, getting benefits. I'm chilling. But like, also, like, um, not I'm working undercover with Ron and Hermione of all people. But then also, like, um. Scorpius is trying to convince Snape that he's from an alternate universe or an alternate mm-hmm. reality. And he's like, you loved Lily. You loved her mother. Um, or you loved Harry's mother. You were a good man. And then um, he says something else that he should not know. Oh, that was later when the um, mentors then, come? No, no, no. I oh, was going to, yeah. Oh, okay. But he said something else. When, remember I looked at you and I was like, how would he know that? Because it wasn't like, can't remember. I can't remember, but it was like, yeah, you went to Dumbledore or something like that. And then later, after he's like, so he's convinced Snape that he's on the right side, or that he is from an alternate universe, actually. So Snape introduces him to alternate universe Hermione and Ron. And they're in the forest, and the Dementors come, and Snape pulls out a Patronus, which was kind of weak. Um, the well, it's because, yeah, it was because, like... I mean, I, I understood what they did, yeah. but, like... It was a fan fiction moment too. It was just like they, they waited a long time. There was like a lot of buildup, like mm-hmm. for him not to pull out the Patronus, but you knew the Patronus was coming. My other thing was like they really just like Ron and Hermione were really just cool with being like like the mentors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Like, wait, wait. That's what I wanted to okay, do. Okay, cool. So yeah, so wait, he pulls out the the um, dement, or he pulls out his Patronus, and Scorpius is like. 
a doe, like, like lilies. It's like, boy, you weren't alive. You wouldn't know you that. You wouldn't know that. Like, like that's something that Harry it's like, would tell. Yeah, people wouldn't just put that in a book. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. No. And, like, Harry, I don't even know if Harry would tell that to, like, his kids. Or to, like, like anyone. Especially at that age. Like, maybe yeah. when they were older. But, like. Maybe Ron and Hermione. Yeah. And that's about it. That's about it. So then, the other thing about think, taking up the cause and still fighting for the rebellion is that he, okay, he um, understands that Scorpius is from an alternate universe. And he goes and introduces them to Ron and Hermione. And they're just, and he's still rude. Like, they're mm-hmm. so cool. He doesn't apologize. No. He calls, <coughs> sorry, it's a cute line mm-hmm. when he does it. But he still tells Hermione, like, you were um, moderate, to, moderate average. to average at best. Because she goes, I was brilliant. And, right. Or I'm brilliant. Or, or I was a brilliant student. He's like, you were moderate to average at best, which really needed an Alan Rickman pause. It did. But so also, bad. like, grown-ass Hermione ain't taking your shit, Snape. No. And Ron either. And Ron either. Like, they thought that you killed people. Right. They have Ron literally, like, just some, like, blundering, like, bumbling buffoon. Yeah. Babbling, what is it? Babbling, Babbling, bumbling, bumbling. something baboons. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Um, But that, yeah, he just, he was just like a, he didn't do anything. And so he was taking all the jab that, like, Snape was giving him, which was like, there's no way Ron would do that, ever. And it was like, and it was like, they're not gonna work with him when it's, they, they say basically, like, we're the only, we're really the only three left in the order. Mm-hmm. And like, so if there's three of you and you've basically lost and you're, you're like doing some small resistance stuff, but there's, you're just biding your time, I guess. Because it felt like they had given up hope. Right. You're not gonna spend that precious time with Snape. Nope. Like, if he hasn't been contrite and apologized and like, I don't know, maybe in some alternate world where he survives and Harry and Dumbledore dies, he really does start to think about blood purity and, like, the actual, like, shit behind his fuckery. Maybe. Maybe. But then I need to know that, like, he came contrite as fuck, apologized to them for how he treated them, Mm -hmm. and then calling Hermione um, middling to average at best is because they've worked together for so long that they can now kind of joke about it. But that needs to be shown, not said, yeah. and in a better way than what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was very much them trying to, like, again, it's just like the retconning of Snape as, like, oh, he wasn't that bad. He was really a good person. And yeah. Like, no, no. He no. just did good things. And he did them for selfish reasons. Yeah. Um, the other, I feel like there was another point where I was like, it was kind of, they were trying to be like the way Snape um, lost Lily. Like, are they trying to do something comparable with like um, Draco and his wife who died because she was sick? Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, but Draco's wife loved him back. They had a relationship. Right. Yep. And, like, Draco doesn't soften up because he lost love of his life. Like, he was always soft. He never, he was never really a Death Eater. Mm-hmm. Like, circumstances, like, made him that. It's, and he was young, and he did a, a lot. Like, he got the dark mark and stuff because his family was being threatened. 
Nah, Snape did all that shit on his own. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there was no threatening. There was no, like, do this or the dad gets it or, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Snape, uh, yeah, it was just like, no, no, no. Um, And then that was the other thing is like, I mean, so there, like that one, that particular alternate universe or whatever, like while it did help to like, um, like further Scorpius's like characterization and like he got really good character development from that. um, The only thing I didn't like understand was that. So like this, the main part of the story is about Harry and his son and their relationship. And then there's like a whole chunk of the story where neither of them exist. Yeah. And it was like, so then what's the point? And so this, it's also like, so goes who's the what first was, child? Right. And that's the other thing that is I like, Scorpius? Goes, is it, is it, um, Albus? Is it, what's her name? Yeah. Homegirl. Um, the augury or whatever, but like who's one, who's the cursed child, but then two, like it goes back to what I was saying before about like, they would like Albus and Harry would only have these interactions where they clashed and then they wouldn't see each other for like hella yeah. long. And, and then they'd go off to school. And there was also a lot of parents visiting Hogwarts. Yeah. Like they were all, they were all at Hogwarts in a way that just was like, yeah, I guess, but. Right. They just kept popping into uh, <laughs> McGonagall's office. She was probably sick of them. Yeah. Like, go, go fuck to work. Um, but yeah, so then, um, Sorry, real quick. I just lost my spot. Okay, yeah. So I guess we should talk about the about Delphi. Um, Ugh. I guess. I guess. Yeah. So like that was weird. Like initially, it was like, okay, she's like this person, fine. Um, like she's around. She's gonna help because she's like the niece. Um, but what I didn't like is that it almost before we found out like she was actually a problem, it felt like that she was supposed to be like the part that that was she made the trio. Um, yeah, and I would that made me mad because I was like, been Rose. it should have been Rose. Um, but then she like disappeared and like wasn't there for a while. Um, but also like she, the things that she she did some things that were like not co- consistent with like her being the villain. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I understand if you want to have like the twist where she's the villain. Um, like, even with Snape, right? You have the twist where Snape is, like, a double, actually a double agent. So when you go back and you're like, oh, he did that thing to make sure that this happened. Mm-hmm. Or, you yeah, know, Yeah, there were no, said, like, seeds planted. Yeah. Or not enough. Um, But no, she, like, actually did things. Like, so in the first um, alternate reality, she goes to visit Scorpius and she's like, go talk to him. You know, like, I never had friends. I never got to go to Hogwarts because I was sick growing up. Yeah, I never got to go to Hogwarts because I was sick when I was growing up. And um, I get Al's letters and he, like, obviously misses you. Like, go be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no, like, oh, no, we failed. Try again. You have to. We need to try again. Like, right. um, and then there was no, like, because she says at the, she, like, needs Albus, but she doesn't need Scorpius. So why didn't you go to Scorpius? Or, I mean, go to Albus and be like. You need to be friends with Scorpius again because we need to try again, mm-hmm. right? Like, that would have made sense without telling us that she was a villain, but also being like, oh, that's why she was so gung-ho on them trying again. Right. Like, Cedric's her cousin or whatever that story was. Yeah, and so then there So she like, wants to make sure that they succeed. Exactly. Um, 
And then there were moments like earlier in like the first part where she would just have stuff and she's like, my uncle gave it to me or my uncle said this. Um, that part made sense because she was like, that was just her way of like ingratiating herself. Like, yeah, like, and making it seem like the uncle was really the one who, like, Amos was really the one, like, the mastermind behind it all. Um, so that was, like, a cool, like, bait and switch that she did, but other than that, there wasn't really a, there wasn't really anything until they were up on the astronomy tower, or no, in the Owlery, and it was like, oh, no, she's the bad, she's the bad one. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, the weird, In a very, like, give me your, like you said, give me my wonton kind of way. Yeah. Like, but we had already, like, had seeds of, like, Tom Riddle's a problem. Right. Not, not, and the whole time we're just like, why is Delphi here? Like, yeah. not, not, and not even on a, like, And Scorpius does, like, a, Scorpius like, is like, oh, so you called her in a jealous kind of way, and not in a, like, I kind of suspect there's something up with this chick kind of way. Right. That, and then also, like, she was much older than them, and Albus had, like, a crush on her, and, th- but it's like, she's closer in age to your dad. I mean, like, still, they're, she's like, probably, like, halfway between the two, but, yeah. like, she's, like, significantly older than you. <coughs> she, we did the math, she had to have been, like, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And they're 14. And they're 14. Like, so that, yeah, that part didn't make any sense. So, um, you can have a crush on an older woman, like, and then they kind of make jokes about it, mm-hmm. but she also didn't, and maybe it was, like, our seats or something, but she didn't, like, she didn't dress, like, super older, so by the time like we had like we had to do the math because I was like oh she's eighteen seventeen eighteen but then it's like but then you have to think about well how old because at this point it's twenty two years later yeah um and then you're like if she's the kid between I mean, my whole thing was like before we even found out about Bellatrix it's like how Voldemort didn't have a lot of time to yeah. be having a young kid yeah like. He was. He didn't have a body for a good fourteen years. He had three about three years to impregnate Bellatrix. Bellatrix in this, and in two of those and, years she was in Azkaban. Yeah, so one year. Yeah, yeah. And he was doing a lot of stuff that during those three years, collecting his army, um, getting his power back, finding the Elder Wand, finding the Elder Wand, like breaking he, Bellatrix and all of them out of out of Azkaban. Maybe it was, like, a celebratory one-nighter, right, right then. I don't know, but, but, like... I don't even think that he feel. He doesn't even feel he desire in that no, way. No, Like, he's not... I'm, I know, but... And it just... It just didn't... I don't... Uh, it's, like... Um, but, yeah, so... And but, then we but, have like, her... It was, it was this weird thing where it was, like, oh, I'm older than you. I'm older. But she... They, there was no, like, I'm 22. Right. Which, which would have like, been like a seed, like oh, right? It was like, and it's like to why me, are you it was like out with these kids. Yeah, because to me, it was like oh, she's older than them, so she must be like eighteen, and she mm-hmm. like just still graduated to and, like yeah. hang out, but like, and also still young enough that like someone who was fourteen would find her like desire right. or think that they have like a chance or whatever. Because exactly. he was like, I liked her, and like sending her owls or whatever, mm-hmm. which is like. Yo, she's that was, if she's twenty two, that's she's like here praying on these little nah, yeah. But also, like a fourteen year old boy would be like, oh, she cute, but she's old. She's old <laughs> in a gross way, right? Like when right. you're fourteen, like someone who's like twenty five, gross, right. grossly old, and yeah. And so, like, we have to like wait until we found out that she thought she was Voldemort's daughter, or she was Voldemort's daughter, 
And then Which, when she how do finds we prove that? that, how do you prove it? And then uh, also all this writing. she, um, <laughs> so she like reveals herself to be the augury, which is like, so I think she says like, oh, on my back, a tattoo, it's the augury. And that's when Scorpius realizes, because when he was in the alternate universe, that was what like the new ministry was called or whatever. Um, but they kept saying they like, didn't we'll notice have to tell the she, augury or we'll have to go to the augury. Right. And then also, like, they didn't notice that she, like, they she, they gave her the time turner, and she immediately put it in her pocket, and her, her like, They're bag. like, we have to destroy it. She's like, oh, can I do it? And then she puts it away. Yeah. Like, mm, like no. pay attention. Um, and then, then after that, all of a sudden, she just got feathers. And I Googled but it. Also, it's, it's like, maybe y'all might know. Is there a bird called an augury? Because I tried to Google it, an and offspring. all I saw... Right. What I saw was that it was like an omen of the future or something. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense because of time travel and shit. But like, why did she have feathers now? Why is she, when she flies, she was like, I learned how to, I learned how to fly like my dad. And then, but she, yeah, like, there was also like, there was also all of this stuff that was like, that's not how magic works. So you don't inherit skills. Like, you inherit parcel tongue. Right. Sure. Also, there was like a but, third way to say open and parcel tongue in this play. Yeah, I noticed that too. Like y'all just—they don't know how to say open and parcel tongue. Nobody, nobody who writes it can speak yeah. it. So um, make that shit up. But yeah, so like she does this thing where she pushes her thoughts into everyone's mind, like Voldemort did. But that's like just being a really badass legilimens, right? right? Like, but she did you kind of learn that? Like, you don't you, inherit that. Mm-mm. You don't inherit flying because Snape could fly. Without a broom. But he was taught how to do that. Yeah, but, like, he studied his ass off. Mm-hmm. And, like, when did she have time? She's 22. Right. And so that was the other... And, and then she's... And the whole point, point she's of magic... She's her wings. She, like, has... All of a sudden, she has feathers. And she's just like, look what I can do, girl. But also, yeah, like, the poor. whole, like, crux of J.K. Rowling's system of magic is that it's not... any Like, if you are born with magical ability, then you work hard... Like Hermione, right? Hermione doesn't have anyone to inherit shit from, but she's the brightest witch of her age. But now all of a sudden, like, your main villain is just inheriting all of Voldemort's power. But, like, Voldemort didn't inherit his power. He fucking went off to Romania. Even, you didn't even know him. And, yeah, and you didn't even know him. You didn't even make a horcrux. That's a rookie mistake. Well, I mean, I guess nobody killed her, but still. Um... And then there's, like, so then that, and then also, like, when you were talking about, um, like, as we were leaving, it's like, her whole plan is to go back in time and bring back her father, like, and be number two. Yeah. Whose plan is to be number two? Like, you could have easily been like, I'm, like, and I'm like even read, Voldemort I'm was like, Voldemort was like, Lord. I'm gonna, Voldemort's on some, I'm gonna continue Salazar Slytherin's work. Not, I'm gonna go bring back, back in time Salazar and bring Slytherin. back Salazar Slytherin. He was like, I'm the new coming. Like, right. I'm, I'm top dog. Right. She should have been like, I'm the offspring of Voldemort and Bellatrix Lestrange. I, that it don't make no sense. It's fan fiction to like the highest on the highest degree, but that's who I am. So I'm gonna wreck shit. Yeah, Not, I'm gonna go back in time and bring him back for what? And then I'll be his number two. Why? How that works? It was and because then, they like, wanted to bring Voldemort back. That and then it was like, and, and he died like a man. That and like he doesn't feel love. So like he has a daughter. He's gonna be like and. So, the fuck? Awesome. Thanks for bringing me back. Right. Avada Kedavra. Bye. Bye, bitch. I'm going all hog. Like. Yeah, I just. It was was literally like. They needed time travel to bring back Snape, to bring back Voldemort. Um, 
Again, how did Draco see, not know that Beldrick was pregnant? Again. But, and then to see, like, what could have happened between Hermione and Ron. But not also, in the first um, alternate universe, when they are, like, it's not Voldemort's universe, whatever, but they just, like, Ron married Pavarni Patel and no, become Padma Patel. Oh, and he's, like, wearing a sweater vest and his hair slicked back and he's really, like, lame and boring. And he doesn't like his son, which is weird. Yeah. Um... There's still not an interaction between Ron and Harry. So, like, are they not friends anymore? How does that affect Harry in it this It seems new like world? they're friends. He's like, you're married to Hermione. And then both Harry and Ron laugh. But then, like, they're, like, not, even just the way that they're standing. Yeah. They're, like, apart. And not really, like. But it would be, like, if, you know, um, I don't know, like, all those trips are, like, the girl are, your best friend gets booed up. And then they just, they just ghost on you. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, yeah, you're friends, but. Not really. Right. But then, like, how does that affect Harry? Right. Because Harry losing Ron is Would be a, a loss. Deal. It's a blow. Like, as it was in the books. Right. When it happened. And, like... Both times. Yeah, both times. And it was a big deal to Ron. So, like, if... I don't see Ron marrying someone and being so infatuated. And then it seems like he's... Seems like... Okay... I went to the Yule Ball with Hermione, and it was nice. But then I danced with Padma, and it was nicer, which is, like, word for word what they said. Yeah. And then... That's just hormones. Yeah. That's, like, some... Okay, but you were 16, so... 14. 14. So then you had your Lavender Brown moment. Y'all snogged a couple times for a year. And then you went back to the girl who you're supposed to be with. You do, like... My biggest thing about Harry Potter and why I was like telling her or telling Diana I was cool with like the alternate universe where they don't get together um, is because their love is forged through like these shared experiences. So if they don't share those experiences, I'm cool with their like being a flirtation or they dated and it didn't work and out. I, and I I agree with like that. I don't, I'm not, I, my thing wasn't that they weren't together. It was more that they didn't were, even seem like, like friends. friends. Yeah. And it's like, but, They've been friends for years. Like, but you think they still, like. they still, like, in this alternate universe, right? They, they still, still battle Voldemort. Right. They still won. They still, they still apparently went on the Horcrux side. But you remain, remain true to Padma, who you don't seem... All that, like, gung-ho about at all? Yeah. Or you turned into a whole new person. Right. But then you still did all this stuff with them? Because I would have, if they're, Harry and Hermione would have been like, just go hang out with Padma. You, you full blood, like, you, you're good. You're good, right? Like it didn't make it any didn't make sense. any sense. That was the thing. It was like a lot of it. Just like the more and more, like while you're in it, you're like, mm, that's weird. And then you just keep going, and you're just like, that's also weird. Oh look, Dementors. I'm not about this life. And then you go back to like thinking about it, and then at the very end, it's when you're like, on oh, the way home, and you're is, like, but the math but, don't even add. But wait, but wait, but how? But and Draco didn't know. But where was Teddy? But where was Teddy? Like, that... And, like, I was kind of like, there are no other Weasleys either, which kind of, like, didn't make sense to me because I know they had a lot of, like, kids around the same... So, like, a lot of them would have been in Hogwarts at the same time. Um, Which I get, you know, you don't, like... There's a lot of Weasleys. You don't want to, like, do Hella and, like... They mentioned Molly, and I think that was enough of Molly being... Like, she didn't have to be in there. Um, But, like, Ron basically was the stand-in for him and for George, 
in a way that was weird where it's like no George owns Weasley Wizard Weezes you help him out you're not like the joke guy that's but also like you were like you said like you were also a marauder so I mean a mar- uh, an or right so you know your shit right you're not right. just like These oh I'm just, some, I'm just I'm just a joke here. guy like yeah. no push comes to shove like shit goes down you've been out in the real. streets you defeated a horcrux yeah like you you know what to do yeah. Like it's so it just it didn't make sense. And your your nephew is in danger, so you have even twice as much like motivation to like do something right. and not and cracking jokes is not the thing that you would do in that moment. No. Um also though, like I think every couple of minutes or something, we will be like, Where was Teddy? which is a big one, but how were they Slytherin? Yeah. And why did they need to be? Because they did nothing Slytherin-esque Mm-mm. at all. They lit- It was literally because of the plot. Because like, of the plot. plot. And, like, sometimes, you know, we joke about that when we, like, are reading the books. Like, why did this happen? Oh, because plot. And it's like, when it's small things, like, Yeah, it's yes, like, they it need works. to get here. Obviously. For plot. Great. But, like, for this, it was, like, it was all plot. It was, like... And the houses are in a way that by, mm-hmm. like, your house says something about who you are. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, oh... You know, you just get forced there. We, it's not like you're in a group project and you didn't. Want yeah, to it's not like people. oh, they both lived in they both lived in Godric's palace, so that's why they're best friends or right. whatever. You know what I mean? Like, which is like okay, that says nothing about who you are. Like, or yeah, you're randomly assigned to sit next to each other, right? You know, group project or something. Like, the sorting hat put on was put on your head. It's this brilliant hat, and if you have such a problem being Slytherin, he would know. He would know. But also, it seemed like Albus hated Gryffindor more than, like, he wanted to be in Slytherin. So, but he was still, he was very loyal to Scorpius. He was pretty, sm- well, you know, he wasn't smart. Because they have that whole thing about he wasn't good at spells. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, it doesn't. it's not like you have to be to be a Slytherin, but, like, you would be worried about, like, your your ambition and your reputation, so you wouldn't just be okay with, like, I'm shit at spells, right. and I have no friends, and I'm shit at whatever, like, and so the way I'm going to make my name is to go back in time and disappear myself. Like, Why would I, you do that? At the most, I'm thinking about it right now, I'm like, at the most, if Albus hated Gryffindor so much, he would have been a Hufflepuff. Yeah. But, and I'm like not even. He was a Gryffindor. He was a Gryffindor, and then Scorpius would have been a Ravenclaw or, or a, a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Like but he even, wasn't. Like even Scorpius, even like Scorpius Malfoy was not a Slytherin. Scorpius Malfoy was not a Slytherin. And like, that could have been the thing between him and his dad. Yeah. And why can Why can he have is. been? Yeah. Why can he have been sorted in a Gryffindor? And that's the thing between him and his dad. And he becomes best friends with Albus Potter. And that's the thing between Albus and Harry. It's like, oh, you're going to be best friends with this Malfoy? Yeah. And then Harry and Draco can be have all to, mad. Yeah, and, and they, they have to learn how to, how to be friends. Yeah, for the sake of their children. Right. They could have even gone play. back in time. Let's to write meet, that play. They could have even gone back in time to meet, like, Harry at that age. age. Or, like, you know, maybe Teddy wanted to go back. 
and like he's an adult like at this point teddy's like been graduated but like you know he's young he would be like hey you guys want to go back in time see my my dad and my parents and then they like drop in the middle of the battle of hogwarts or some shit yeah or like then they're like oh this was real let's write that play let's do it yo because i just i don't care i can't have that be it was too many plot holes to be too big to to be that long and it just doesn't like you have these new characters and that's great and they're the main like it, it was definitely a story centered around Albus and Scorpius and they were great and they, that was great but they were trying to they, add so much inter- more around it that was unnecessary and their interactions with these people that we know were problematic mm-hmm. and needed to be fixed so But we went to um, the house of Mina Lima. <laughs> I'm just going to cut off the play. And oh. it was, that was great. There was prints and all of the graphic art from the movies. It was right around the corner from the theater. It is. And everybody, they were, they were nice. really nice. They had good conversations. They talked about, you know, their houses and Potter and art. That was awesome. That was awesome. I mean, okay, just because this is about the cursed child, that was awesome. Um, and y'all should go if you ever come to London. Or you, um, and there's like an online store, so House of Mina Lima, or online like website or whatever, yeah. so you can see. Um, but yeah, so I'm, that's what I'm taking away. From. Trying to no, I, and my thing is like again, I don't regret coming to see it. Oh, not at all. And like, it kind of sucks that like. It just sucks that the majority of people won't, won't see it. Won't see it. Because I feel like... You, they need to. You need to. And not and definitely not in a, like, you had to see it. Kind of, like like we said, it's not you. It's not that you have to see it to understand it. You just have to see it so that you get something out of it. So like, it's at least enjoyable in some way, and it feels worth the effort and right. the time that you're, like, emo- an emotional effort, yeah. too, of, like, oh, my God, Chris Child's coming, like... They're doing. They're messing with these characters again. Is it canon? Is it not canon? Like awesome. all that. If you all the see conversations it, you're like, oh having. no, this is fan fiction. And yeah. Like okay. But and also, like, but what also did Joe see in it. this play that she put her name to it and allowed it to, like all of this big fanfare? Mm-hmm. What was it about this, as opposed to all the other fan fiction on fix sites? Because there's better fan fiction than this, and better stories. Around Scorpius and, and honestly, Albus. Honestly, it needs to be edited. There should have been moments where he was like, why is this here? Why are we doing this? Does Voldemort need to be here? Does Snape need to come need back? Need to come back. Like, and they like, had their If stories. they were going to bring Hagrid, they should have just brought him in the, in the um, present. He still yeah. teaches at Hogwarts. Like, there's just certain things where it's like, if you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of things where it was like, it wasn't necessary. And so then that's just adding more stuff another hour to the play or like yeah. another um and after a while it just became like this check mark like before snake came on i was like oh snake's gonna come back mm-hmm. they had umbridge check. they were like yeah i think it was when umbridge came back and i was like oh so we're just checking out the list of these like main characters mm-hmm. that you like that people have strong emotions about because it was like i mean i don't really know anyone that loves umbridge but people have strong, strong emotions, emotions about her, about yeah. her. And Snape, people love him, people hate him, but the emotions are always strong with mm-hmm. Snape. And then Voldemort is... It's Vol- Voldemort. But, like, Joe told Voldemort's story. So the augury could have just been the next 
one. Because we like we yeah. had Slytherin, and he's we had not, Grindelwald. Yeah. Like they come up. Grindelwald like, and Voldemort are related. Yeah. Yeah, it's it just like every ge- couple of generations, someone comes up and it's gets fried mm-hmm. and thinks that they can just run shit. We had Mussolini, we had Hitler, like some other people coming up right now, but <laughs> that's like a human story. We don't need like if Doctor Who continuously went back to battle Hitler, right? It's just like let them. Go. He did it. He failed. He tried. Like, who's new? Mm-hmm. And what are their motivations and why do they want to do whatever? And that is something interesting. But I already know what Voldemort wants and, and why and he And what's going to happen with Voldemort is like, it's a fixed point in time as they showed. Like, what happened, happened. And that's how. And that, that was the other thing, too. It's like, so they did all of this stuff and then ended up where they began because. They couldn't change that. Right. So that's, like, also the thing about the trip that's been done before, too, is, like, so the moral of it was, like, what what happened needed to happen for them to be okay. And I think all of us were okay with that, so then yeah. that's what, why it didn't make sense. It's not like, like why are we any, doing this again? It's not like we, like, as, like, readers <laughs> or as, like, Potterheads were, like, Cedric didn't need to die, or... Like, I don't even think about Cedric, like, generally. In, in the scope of people who didn't who need, didn't to, need die, to die, Cedric Remus, is Remus not is up there. Remus is on the top, and Sirius is right up there, like, them two, period. Thank you. Can we have a story about Sirius and or Remus, and them not, and trying to prevent their death, and then being like, no, everyone, no, y'all, we know how much you but love also Sirius and Remus, but they had to, to die. die. And that's, okay. like, a good closure way, not... Cedric had to die. Lily and James had to. Lily and James were dead before the stuff, the thing even started. We are cool with that. It's sad. It's sad. We have to go back and like reread Harry, like having to like learn about how it happened and all that stuff. That's sad. But they're dead. They've been dead. We're cool with it. When you said that, too, it's like okay, that is something that makes sense to me. Like those are two deaths, Remus and Sirius, that I have issues with. Talks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of could Harry have defeated Voldemort and they still be alive and he lived a less traumatic life like it's still traumatic but could we have spared him like those two pain points Mm -hmm. and also like spared the world those two pain points I would even be willing to like forgive a lot of the plot holes that come with time travel and all that stuff because I understand why you'd want to go back and try to save them. Because mm-hmm. I feel it. Yeah. I want to go back and that's right what now. I'm saying. It would be so emotional because it's like, we want we want it. Yeah. We We're said, still not over said, that. When they said Cedric, when Amos came up talking about Cedric, I was like, Cedric? Really? Diggory? Like. Which is another thing that made it seem very fan fiction-y. Because it's like, oh, Cedric Diggory, the Rob Pattinson, like. Person, and it's like, yeah, come on, like it was sad (coughs) again. It was sad that he was despair, it was sad that he died. But I didn't have any like feeling where like he didn't need it. It was clear that like that also he needed to in that moment, like, and it was like it very much marked the changing of the tide 
of like Harry's personality, like the whole, like everything, the seriousness like, of the situation just, of Voldemort and the, coming and back, even, and anyone could die at any moment, and then even the series as a whole, like the tone of the series, yeah, um, like there are a lot of things like his death marked that, and so being like, we should go back and change it. No, you shouldn't. And then they go did right. it again because they killed another student who, like, a new student right. guy. The augury just like just kills the spare, right? Basically. But it was not, and it also didn't have as much, like, weight as Cedric's death. It no. just felt like we're trying to replicate this. Yeah. So that Albus can understand So it's like, what so what Harry is the point felt, and it's like, of the writers writing this? If you were so, gonna, like, upset about the senselessness of Cedric's death that you then write this whole-ass play and then kill someone else senselessly. Right. Like. And he was a person with only two of them. Yeah. But. I just. But then after the play was over, we stage-doored. We did do that. And we got um, pictures. We didn't get pictures with because they wouldn't let us. But we yeah, got they didn't let us be selfish. Pictures and autographs um, of Ron, Draco. Albus. Albus. And Numa. I don't even give everyone else's names. And I'm just and Numa. No, uh, and Hermione. And Hermione. She was awesome. And she took our card. And she seemed genuinely excited. Yeah. That I feel like she saw the black girls part and was like, oh, oh, oh. Like, yes. <laughs> we are here for you. She was awesome. Um, that was really great. The theater was gorgeous. It was. Um, and, like, I thought, like, the way that they utilized the entire space was really cool. Yes. Like, in terms of as a set. So, like, with, with the Dementors, um, there's a part where like Voldemort walks out through the crowd crowd. because they he continues on his journey to kill kill the Potter which was um (coughs) and then we just have to listen to them which that part was dumb but like even when they like before the different parts about to start they're like you know the whole like take your seats turn off your phones all that stuff they had like different characters yeah so like they had Hermione as minister for magic they had I think they Um, had the sorting hat maybe that's the sorting hat started it and then Hermione and then Umbridge Umbridge. um it's like these muggle cell phones will not be tolerated right you know um so that part was really cool so it was very much and then like when they um there's a part where like they discovered that what's her name was like the daughter of Voldemort or whatever. And so, like, the writing was all over the theater yeah. and not just, like, on the stage. Um, it was, like, on the ceiling and on yeah. the walls. And then even the dark mark, when at the end of the first play, the first part, we realized that, like, um, Voldemort has won. So they changed, it was the second time they changed reality. Yeah. And Voldemort won the Battle of Hogwarts. And so when we left the theater, the dark mark was in the center of the stage, but then it was also on each wall as we're walking out. Like, we're now in a place where, like, this propaganda will just, like, be everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, That was really cool. And it was, like, very, like, immersive that way. Um, I think... Oh, I'm I still trying to figure out how they... Slughorn coming out. I saw Slughorn coming out of the bathroom. Robin did see Slughorn. So that was, like, I felt very much... At, like, in a magical place. And I'm still trying to figure out how they were appearing on one side of the stage and walking yes. from another side. That was some magical act. And they had a fucking lake. They had the lake. Like, and right. it, wasn't, it was a hole with water in it, but they got wet. We oh, boy, like, had a scorpion. There was a nice ass suit on. Nice ass suit and just hopped right into that water. <laughs> it was just like, really? What? You're not even going to hesitate? I mean, okay. Right. 
I mean, we know they got extras in the back, but that was like just straight up. All right, now but we were also like, so he does this every night, right? Or, you know what I mean? Like he just hop his ass in that lake. They both just dive in that water. It's mm-hmm. part of their, you know, whatever. Um, they must get blow like those like high intensity blow dryers, right? To, like, Where all of a sudden then they come back out dry. and dry again. Um, um, yeah, and then like they they did like in terms of projection, they did really well. So like they showed a, they showed an underwater scene like of them under the lake trying to like humiliate Cedric or whatever, and it's not like the actual actors obviously, but it's like they it pulled like, up this screen so that it looked like we were seeing like underwater yep. through some kind of like viewfinder. Yeah, like, um, and then they like. Crawl, like swim up or whatever um so that was cool um, and it was timed really well too so like was. the screen goes up and then they pop out of the lake mm-hmm. like because you see them going up towards the surface and then right. they surface yeah um they also did some really cool stuff with like making the train like the interior of the train was like they were moving around all these suitcases, suitcases and stuff yeah and then the train compartments ended up being like the suitcases facing each other and mm-hmm. you could tell that they were compartments of the train um, the stairs yeah. were cool like sometimes yeah. it got a little gimmicky but like that was kind of how they show that they were in Hogwarts and it was kind of cool because it was like the stairs were moving yeah um and so they would like walk off and like walk up and while they were moving and then like switch jump chair and yeah. jump off or like switch staircases and, and that down. stuff I was like that is I would have to be holding on to this banister <laughs> like you better not let me fall um but that part like just and they did it very really smoothly, cool. and like so the, the choreography there was like spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, the flu powder they like slide down through the fireplace. That just looked like fun. Yeah, it did look like fun. The polyjuice potion, like that was wet. you could. At first, I was like, oh, because they're wearing these bigger robes, and uh-huh. I was like, oh, they're both in the robes, right? But then they like change, and then they walked Walk off, away. and it's like, where and like one of them like swooped their cloak, so you could see there was just like. He was the only one in there, right. and you're like, but how? and I'm staring at the floor like, where's the trap door though? Right. Where? There has to be on the floor. There was like one hole. There was one, but like that was obviously one. a trap door, but right. but then there had to be like other ones. Yeah. And then they also did like use shadow, and like their lighting was really strategic, so that sometimes they would just like disappear into a shadow, mm-hmm. and that made sense. Um, and even if you didn't see it, it was like that's why it's there, so it, you understand it. But like the polyjuice potion specifically, because it was like for a moment you're like, okay, yeah, they're both in the cloak. That makes sense. Like great. But then it's like, which is like what they kind of what Star Kid but then, did. But then with, it's also um, like, how did how did they get under the cloak? Because they were just yeah. walking. They were just walking around. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, there's two of them in, under the cloak, and then they switch. Where did the other one go? It was. It was impressive. Yeah. But I don't know if you guys have seen a very Potter musical, but like um when they have Quirrell and then like the dude just strapped to be Voldemort <laughs> and he's just like on his back and you're like, okay, because it's a play right. and like And I mean I was expecting them to walk off the stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in, in um like in Chamber of Secrets where like Harry or Ron and Hermione run into the bathroom. I was expecting them to be like, This is gross, run off and then like Harry walks back on, or like, yeah. or Ron runs walk, run, walks back in, but instead they did it all, all on stage. We were watching, <laughs> yeah, them switch out, and it and, and it was it done was really like, well. It was smooth and like, yeah, um, yeah. So it was, and there was like humor and sadness. I did cry a couple of times. I got teared up. Um, the performances were great, um, and I loved. Um, shoot, I always want to, I like to get his name wrong. 
because I want to call him by the name of the guy who wrote this biography blog. Oh. Um, Paul Thornley. Yeah, it's, it's like Jack Thorn. Yeah. Paul Thornley. I loved Paul Thornley's Ron. He was he was fun. He was cute, like mm-hmm. sarcastic, and like very much felt like fun Uncle Ron. Um, I right. think that as all he uncle, had to work uncle, with, he was great. Yeah, I think you know he's working with that, so he's like he is written as a super sil- silly character, and that's all he has. So he ran with that, and it was great. And I thought like I could see that side of Ron. I just wanted to see a fuller side of Ron, yeah. and I think he could have done it. He just wasn't but given the... the material to do it with. Right. Um, I loved. Jamie Parker, um... His Harry was, like... His Harry was... He was tortured, but he felt like he, like, come to grips with most of it, and then he was also struggling with the fact that it was coming back up after so long. Mm -hmm. So, like, even he had some angsty moments that I was like, yeah, that would be 40-year-old Harry. Like, are are we doing this again? Right. My scar is hurting again. Like... It's been 20 years. Oh! (laughs) You know? And it was angsty, but it was, like... And also he was afraid. Yeah. And he was very, and and also, like, the I never wanted them to die for me mm-hmm. was very apparent. And, and then that same fear translated into, like, having his son suffer in the same way that he had to suffer. Or in any terms. Right, or suffer. just in any way, yeah. Yeah, like, that was very um, provoking and well done. The kids were cute. Yeah. Scorpius was, like, the best. Scorpius was, like, a highlight. Yeah. Um, I think that as we see, like, as we move on um, and more and more people go see the play and, you know, it obviously starts to get spoiled and we learn more. <clears throat> Scorpius will be, like, the breakout. Scorpius and um, Hermione. I think Albus, too. Yeah, I mean, he, I think they were all... Right. Like, really good. I yeah. am. I'm, I'm. I'm. I know for sure it's not like the last time we'll see any of those actors. No. Um, but I think that Scorpius will end up being like a big part of like the new fanfic and the new right. like fan That's art true. and stuff. Absolutely. Um, um, check I the wanna, I definitely want to like. I'm gonna. It's gonna. I'm pro- it'll probably be in second, but like I do want to read the script just yeah. to see like what parts. Can, well, are able to come across like through the writing and then what parts was like oh no you really did have to like see it because there was um, one part where Draco gets this laugh about they're in God and Call about like the thatched roofs mm-hmm. and then like the laugh happened in the way that like he did like another ad lib but I couldn't hear it because yeah. people were still laughing um and I'm pretty sure it was an ad lib but then like the people who could hear it laughed again right. and I was like oh no what, what did he say yeah um because I missed it because I was laughing um <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, like, I want to know if that was written or if that was... It felt very natural and, like, ad It felt ad because of the way that he came out yeah. into the... Like, and, like... To the, like, to look to the yeah, crowd. And yeah, and played to the audience yeah. that way. It felt very ad Um But... I think he was the guy from Doctor Who, the he Burgess was. of Venice yep. uh, son. He was. You didn't know that? <laughs> no! You just, you just gasped, and I was like... Yeah, because I was thinking knowledge. about I was thinking about when he walked out inside our, our books and like I took me a minute to be like oh no that was Draco, but like he looked familiar. 
Yeah, which and is I'm funny, just, right? Like, re-taking... Because he, he was playing the son of the of Narcissa Malfoy. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's Draco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's funny. I thought you knew that. Um no, I, the the like, and that's the other thing. It's like the costuming was like, very good. So, it was, like, he yeah. He had his, his long wig, wig long like hair. ponytail, and then when he walked out when we were in the stage dooring, it wasn't there, but you could still kind of tell. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, they all of these characters and are not characters. All of these um, actors will have like great things to do and great jobs, but this story. Like, literally, my mom, like, texted us and was like, how was the play? And we were like, everything was great except the story. And they were like, <laughs> And we were uh, like, um, how does that, how does that work? You mean, what but you mean You mean everything? Is... You mean it was bad? And they were like, no. no. I thoroughly enjoyed what I was watching, except mm-hmm. for what they were doing and why they were doing it. Right. How so, they were doing it was great. Yeah. What they were doing and why they were doing it was the problems. The what and why, which are the crux of storytelling. Yeah. But the how and who, most of the who, was great. Yeah, amazing. I'm glad I was there. Yeah. It's weird. Never had that, like, like bad experience before, but, you know. Yeah, it was a very marked, like, I'm glad that we did it. I'm glad that I saw it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I didn't read it first. Mm-hmm. But never need to see it again. No. I mean, except for maybe if I get, like, free tickets and I get to see, like, Noma. And, yeah. like, if they do some major rewrites or something. I would be I would be willing to see another Harry Potter play without... It's how... It's kind of how... This is my new... Um, this is my Order of the Phoenix movie. <laughs> Just, like... Right. And because I have the Order of... Clothes, because I have the Order of the Phoenix movie... I don't it's need... It's not quite. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's up there, but it's not... Yeah. I'm still, I'm still also, like, Noma saw us. Yeah. And, like, we were breathing air and, like, And she, like, gave us, like, a genuine, like, recognition of, like, oh, my God, thank you guys for, like, being here and coming out in this cold-ass wind. Right. Like, my hair is all scarfed up. My heart started palpitating. I'm all scarfed up. I was like, ah! I was like, it's Noma! Yeah. Um, And, like, yeah, I, it was... So, like, the experience overall was, was great. And yeah. It was a great experience I don't want, I won't soon forget, but... Right. And if you're going to see the play and, like, you listen to this, I don't... Yeah. I mean, you know it's a spoiler, so it's you, but, like, you won't not like it. Like, you Yeah, that was, So, we met a girl who said, um, like, she was very disappointed by the script, but then, like, the play was amazing and she was so glad she saw it live. And I told her, and I was like, I think she's still in shock with, like, the production and all of that stuff that she's like forgiving the writing to a greater extent than we did. Right. And I think because I think like, and it's but maybe that's because our, she had no, like, or she had very low expectations because she right, read it. Right, because she read it. And I think for like, for us also, so it could go both like, ways. and like for me too, like for, for both of us, like the way that our brains work is it's like, we can only be like distracted for so long. Suspension of disbelief only goes so far. Right. And especially when it's Harry Potter. And that was the other thing like we were talking about. Some I overheard someone talking about how they um, had read the books like four times each. And yeah. in my head, I was like, that's it? <laughs> and so that was, and that's like the other thing talking about in our last bonus episode about how like we're different kinds of Potterheads and how like we are so, like we, there's a difference between being like, oh, I just read this book hella times. Because I have plenty of books that I've read like four, like Hunger Games. I've read it like three or four times. I'm like, I like it 
I liked it enough to read it that many times, but I don't, I'm not like a scholar of hunger. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, didn't study it. I don't know. I, like I don't really have like small minutia and like really strong opinions about very specific characters and like the way that they're read. Like, and I don't have a thing. tie, like a, a strong tie to, um, the character motivations of like, I mean, I understand, like I can tell you like, Oh, Katniss would do this or wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like she wrote these characters and like, like I said about like having the seven books so three dimensionally and like so thoroughly that when Hermione makes it, or yeah, when Hermione in an alternate universe makes a decision, I'm like, no, no, because the alternate universe doesn't change like like her childhood was yeah. the same. It doesn't change her nature. It only changes what happened from the time they changed it. So, and the time that they changed it was the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah, and she wouldn't so go she was still the same. Like that's literally well, it was a Triwizard Tournament, but oh, for the first part, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First part it was the Triwizard Tournament, but even then, and then the second part it was um, well, they always the went back to the Triwizard Tournament, but it all no. What I'm saying where it, it where changed the, where the, the change where yeah. the change happened. So in the first alternate universe, the change happened at the Yule Ball. And the second one, it happened at the Battle of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And both of them, like, while, yes, they would be different and, like, different things would happen to both Hermione's, like, the core of who the she core is of who was she already, is was already established. Sta- yeah, yeah. And so it, yeah. And the thing that they changed would not have been so, it wasn't so dramatic that it would completely shift everything that you know about this character. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Yeah, and I think that with how deep we are into Harry Potter, it felt more unbelievable, but also more insulting. Like, the things that, some of the things that they, like, the treatment of Snape was just like, you expect me to buy this? And like, no, no. No, like I, just, <laughs> at like a certain point, they were like it ended, and people were getting standing ovations. Like Scorpius, when Scorpius said to Snape, "Thank you for being my light in the darkness," I was like, "How? Why? In what way?" That's early as motherfucker. Please, please elaborate. Light. Please elaborate on this. I need some sources. Yeah, and like peer-reviewed essay on how this happened. Yeah, and I think she like, um. So when it, the play ended, and they were all like. Everyone stood up and gave a standing ovation. Um, then they did, like, another, like, encore standing ovation. So they came out twice to bow. And I was like, the first one, okay, yes. But the second one, like, y'all are just stuck in this fantasy world of it's so great to be back in the magical world without, like, you guys haven't really digested what they just fed you. And what they fed me, I don't want. I need water to, like, wash this down. I was literally like, where's my books? I need to, like, start all over again. I need to go back to these people that I now love. That that those, that wasn't it. So, who would you, who was your MVP? Noma. Noma. Um, I would say the entire production, I mean, Noma. <laughs> But then also, like, the entire production crew and design, production crew, production design. The people on the stage and built the stage. Yeah. 
Who's bitched? Joe. Joe. I wanted to bench um, Jack Thorne and John Tiffany, who was a director, but he did a good job directing. Yeah. But they all, like, wrote the story. Or Jack Thorne, like, wrote the story. Um, but it says, like, in the thing that we have, Joe already had ideas about Harry and his world after leaving Hogwarts as an adult and a father. And she became intrigued by how theater could bring his story to life in a different way. And then they began working together. Um, there were so many places where I feel like she could have just been like, ah, no. And that's stop. my thing. So that's like, yeah. And the thing is, like, we know she hasn't read Harry Potter over 20 times each. Um, yeah. But. And it's been a while probably should, since she's been deep in the world. Right. But, but reread them shits. Remember, like, how, who your characters were at the core? And under, like, and... I think she takes for granted that she knows them inside and out. But, like, you do forget things, and you do, like, And even just, like, within, like, just the canon, even not within the specific characters. Yeah. And then you also, like, even with Snape, it's like, yeah, you have a specific, like, idea of who he is, but then, like, look back to what you wrote. Yeah. Because you didn't write that. No. That's the same thing with, like, Slytherins and, like, Hufflepuffs and, like, her coming back and being like, well, Hufflepuff's my favorite house and Slytherins aren't all bad and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, yes. But there's a reason why those... People think that. Yeah, because you wrote... Like, you just kind of dismissed Hufflepuff altogether. Um, All the Slytherins (laughs) were um, surly and ugly and evil. And reminded you of hags and trolls. Right. Yeah. And we're... Yeah. So... Yeah, that's what you wrote. That's what people are going off of, and you need to, like, stay true to that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what was it about... This like, play that made you say, like, yes. Or, like, this story plot. When would, when did you say yes, and what? why didn't you ever say stop? Right. Like, when it was like, oh... What happens when they go to Hogwarts and it's a story about a father and son and how they learn to, like, communicate and work together and love each other. And, that sounds awesome. Yeah, let's, let's do, do that. that. And then there's this new girl and she wants to bring back Voldemort and she's called the Augury and she's pretending to be Cedric Diggory's uh, niece. And the, so the whole thing hinges on bringing Cedric to bring back Cedric to life. Diggory back. No, 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 no. Can we go back to that one thing that you said? Right. And, and even the Augury, there. what's her name? She could come up. Yeah. She could even be influenced by Voldemort. Yeah. That's fine. Why are we going back in time? Why are we saving Cedric? Why are we saving Cedric? Where's Teddy? Where's Teddy? <laughs> Hashtag where's, where's Teddy? Teddy? Remus motherfucking Lupin. Where Remus at? Okay, so on Wednesday, um, well, thank you for listening. Um, on Wednesday, <laughs> we will resume our regular schedule and we'll be discussing Chapter 13 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw. Uh, make sure to read and follow along and vote for MVP and who's benched. Otherwise, Marge wins the book. Otherwise, Marge wins the book. Also, go Eagles. Go Ravenclaw. Oh, the merch was good. The merch was good. I'm very glad that we bought our merch beforehand. Same. Because they were selling a brochure, a booklet or something, but they wouldn't let you buy it until the end because of spoilers. And by the end, I was like, get me out of here. Yeah. No, I <laughs> <laughs> um, but I already had my merch. We Yeah. They're cute. They're cute. Um, okay. If you want to join the conversation on Twitter, you can add us at We Black and Nerds, hashtag Wizard Team. Um, if you're in the Wizard Team Facebook group, we'll make a thread if it, one hasn't been made already to talk about Cursed Child spoilers. Um, if you're on Twitter, 
we won't retweet it, but we'll like respond. Um, and we'll do and hashtag keep, keep the, the secrets as the first thing that you should write. Yeah. So like on your first tweet, you should put wizard team and keep the secrets. And then all the responses, you don't have to do that. Cause like character count or whatever. Um, but, but then we also won't retweet it so that we don't like spoil for people yeah. who aren't like in the tag. Um, but it yeah. should be very known, like, if they read Keep the Secrets and then they can bail out if right. they want to keep the secrets. Right. Um, also, if you if we don't, you know, it respond right away because we're still in London for the next couple of days, like, talk, talk, um, talk, talk amongst yourselves. Like, if people have read it um, and you do want to, like, start talking about it, remember how to keep the secrets and tag us in it. But um, don't wait for us to start the conversation, guys. Like... Start it yourselves. Like, we'll, we'll get it. We're here. We'll jump in. We'll jump in. We've never not had things to say about Potter. Um, so, yeah. Have a great day. And we'll talk to you. Talk to you on Wednesday. Our pastels. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Yeah. Go Ravenclaw. Hashtag, where's Teddy? Where's Teddy? <laughs>